What's your intention? What turns you on? <laughs> Did you forget? An awkward pause before the uh, before the stream. I know. And also, okay, here we go. What's up, Talhu? <clears throat> Welcome back to episode 1717. We've got bad boombox in the house. What's up? What up, y'all? Thank you for How's being in the chat earlier. That was so fun. Good question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your conversation with Justin was awesome. <laughs> good Thank vibes, you. good vibes. So how are you? Like, what's going on in your life right now? I'm chilling. Good start to the year already. Just been like pretty productive and making a lot of music. Um, yeah, that and just chilling, just locked up in this apartment, you know, waiting for this to go away. But, you know, got to use this time to just be productive, be a nerd. Yeah, the music but, yeah. industry took the biggest hit, I feel like, because we were the first ones to like lose everything. And then we're like the last ones to get our normal lives back. But thank goodness for the yeah, time exactly. to produce, you know, and like finding other ways to inspire ourselves. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's the, it's the people that adapted like right away that, you know, really inspired me. Like it was like everything shut down and within like a few days uh you know there was like a, a couple djs like they just like went straight to work started adapting started streaming started doing like all this stuff um so yeah while everyone else was complaining so like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh it was good to see that um i i really hate to see like if people use this time don't use this time you know so yeah I know exactly what you mean. It's easy to like allow the depression or the negative like spiral to like allow everything to suck right now. Like yeah. I've had moments where I'm like, the world is, I, I gotta hide, you know, like I just gotta be alone right now. Like this is too much. Yeah. But like the more and more I'm like honest about, you know, just expressing myself and like what feels good, that kind of dissipates. But yeah, I agree with you. It's like now is the time to learn what you want to learn. Yeah. Everyone well, you should absolutely take like personal time. I mean, like that's like part of the, uh, you know, that's part of the growth, but like, you know, also just, just doing things and not having expectations. Like that's like, that's a really good thing about this time. So what does your personal time look like? What do you do? Like, what do you enjoy doing by yourself? Uh, these days it's <laughs> my personal time is just making music. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like I'll watch, I'll watch some movies like here and there you know, maybe go, go to the beach, like go to the, go to the park, like do a quick workout or something. But like, uh, I gotta use, I gotta use like every second. Cause, uh, you know, I have a day job too. So like, I gotta do that during the day and then I get some, uh, get some quick dinner and then like quickly try to like get myself in the music mindset and like, you know, warm up and do that for a couple hours. Um, what kind of day job do you have? Yeah. It's like kind of related, but I do, uh, like, I don't know, animator. I do like lyric videos and like motion graphics and stuff I like got for uh, certain like record labels. And yeah, it's, um, it's pretty fun. I was going to say, does you know, that kind of the, inspire your music at all? It inspires the look, I guess. Like I, uh, I've gone through like many different uh, like artist profiles and this time around, it was just, 
uh i've been doing bad boom box for probably a year and a half now and it was just like okay let's use the motion graphics stuff let's like just go ridiculous and only like post things that i want that like look cool to me mm-hmm. and are just you know just funny and just not giving a fuck and there's no schedule and there's no like strategy or whatever um yeah, you know how many like, people hit me up like in like dm whisper text messages about how funny those visuals were on tuesday I, it was so yes. hard for me to delete that video because it's just so epic and i wanted it on my channel but i was like no we got to keep this like super like exclusive so that just the people that saw it got to see because that was fucking cool that's awesome i love hearing that that's uh that was that was justin's idea too uh <laughs> we did our back-to-back and he's like for visuals, why don't we just put your set <laughs> in the background of our set? <laughs> so it's like a back to back to back to back. Like, well, the funniest thing about it is when it first started, I thought you were behind him mocking him on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like with the microphone. Like, I was like, where's this mic plugged in? I was like, trying to see the <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were like, funny. Inception. <laughs> yeah. And had no idea we were going to use that too until like after. And yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh it's fun i like making those like each set i do like i use like a lot of a lot of those like i make like a bunch of different loops that are like fresh like specific to that set Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just another um another way i can express just um what i'm feeling where did that personality come from like what inspired you to first do that i don't know i'm just like a i'm just like an internet nerd i'm just like all over all over the internet if it's, <laughs> I scour the depths of like deep into YouTube and like Wallet and all that. And like, you know, after a couple of years, it kind of came together in this, uh, in this vibe. But also like growing up, you know, I was just like a, I was very, I'm like a Euro dance kind of like kid, like very Euro, like uh, grew up with that kind of 90s, like weird stuff. Underground up, so. from Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the Rami. So Casey Michael asks, when you peeps are producing music, do you avoid listening to other people's music? Like, does it scramble the creative streams or is that an inspirational thing? That's a great question. That's a really good question. So it's about half and half. If it's like, if I want to start in like, like sometimes um, having like a creative limitation, like you tell yourself, okay, like I, I kind of want like this kind of vibe uh, for a track I'm about to make. Let's like do this. So if, if I go into it with that mentality, then I have to like warm up and like listen to a couple, like listen to a set or listen to just like a couple tracks, like back to back on uh, SoundCloud and, you're like okay this this kind of vibe i'm going for like the things that inspire me like a reference track uh, yeah yeah exactly and then you know and then i make my track and then when it's pretty much arranged um i drag in i would like literally like drag in like the mp3 of uh like whatever track was the inspiration and try to reference either the either the arrangement which is like these days it's more like freeform but um yeah the mix the mix is like really important like you have to like always a b it mm-hmm. um but sometimes i would like say i'm just i've been just like sitting working in silence it's like sometimes it's like a nice experiment to see what can i make like completely from uh just from scratch because then it's like kind of like a you kind of see in, inside yourself like what what am i feeling right now and then that comes out so you don't try to mimic other things 
I have not been able to successfully mimic a song. Every time I sit there, I sit there for fucking hours in a week and I'm like, I quit. I'm done. (laughs) My piano agrees. And then like, and then like if, if I am using a reference track for like certain things, because sometimes like, you know, definitely for the mix, like you said, um, I'll be like after, you know, four, six, eight hours, you know, sometimes even 10 or 12, if it's like one of those days where you're just like, can't stop, I'll, I'll put on healing frequencies you know, like mm-hmm. 428 Hertz or 917 Hertz. And I'll sit there and I'm just like, bring me the good shit. Like just wow. like calling it in. And I swear to you, it's like, especially if I like hit a little bit of weed. Cause I do that sometimes when I produce most times it like resets, like you haven't been working at all. So really? that's, if you just want to, <laughs> Rami said, you're quite the character, baby. <laughs> you wow. dot B like boom. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, up? yeah, exactly. Um, the soft, you know, or, or however you say it, frequencies, they really help me. Damn. Huh. I'm going to have to, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of that. So it's, it's crazy because you know, when you're de- like producing is one whole one thing and then DJing is another thing when you're listening to a bunch of like when you're finding new music you're listening to so much crap frequencies that make you feel nutso that i like to take breaks with healing hurts that's like my favorite thing to do mm. it's a big reset that's yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to try that the i mean the listening breaks are super important like i do have like a like a 55 slash five timer, like 55 minutes produced, got to take five minute break, go outside, like smoke a cigarette, like, like have, really? it has to be like silent or something. Yeah. Or, or listen to something completely different so that it like reset. It's like when you're in the perfume store and you, uh, you have to smell the coffee in between, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same thing. It's super important, but yeah, I'm going to have to try that. That sounds, that sounds cool. Yeah. Feeling hurts. Do you smoke weed? uh some i i took a huge break like uh i was like oh i'll start a little tea break and that was like two years ago and i just kept it going yeah and then um yeah just being in california again the last couple months it's like yeah every now and then like mm-hmm. i got it's like so crazy legal here i feel like i'm in amsterdam like i come back i came back and it's just like a different city <laughs> uh but like those i like those like little doses pens like they're good for uh relax like more like indica kind of thing yeah, I like um, indica dominant better for sure. It's good. Yeah, it's like it makes me less crazy. So like, <laughs> things are already very crazy. So, so um, when I asked you what you wanted to talk about, and we we came to the conclusion of like fantastic voyage for the whole day because it's just like yeah, this life, this fantastic voyage. We mentioned or that you mentioned to me that you get a lot of good ideas in the shower, and you you told me about how you like take notes in the shower. So I straight up bought this waterproof. Uh, notepad thing oh, you found I, got it. It. I got a package I'm like I haven't opened yet because I was like running late because of technical difficulties and such but I'm like if that's in there I'm so excited to like go in my shower and, like, <laughs> I can write down yeah this. what are some things it, that come to you in the shower it helps I mean like sometimes I uh so <laughs> yeah so this thing this thing's super convenient what, what was the name for it again like because I haven't ordered it in a while it's like aqua notes right aqua notes yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna so, put that into the link so convenient it's like my my shower right now just like looks like a just like a madman's it's like it's like these waterproof notes that uh have like little suction cups um that just attach in your shower and you can just like write with like a waterproof pencil and 
yeah it's like i get in there like sometimes i'm like writing down ideas sometimes i like doodle like i like to doodle on like a you know so i'm just sitting there like just drawing dicks or whatever like just all over the shower and uh you know it's been like 45 minutes like the water is like burning my skin it's like i'm just in there like doodling and it helps like sometimes get the ideas out other times i would uh I would like beatbox like if I had a track that you know I've been like stuck on I can't uh, figure it out you know just like just lay down a couple beats in the shower and then just try to remember it like on the way maybe I'll get like a recorder or something like record myself in the shower uh try to remember it and just immediately like run out of the shower just dripping wet like into the studio (laughs) like fuck I gotta (laughs) like try to play it yeah Yeah. (laughs) you ever use a voice memos on your phone yeah yeah but they you know i wish i like i really like the iphone version except the uh naming like i wish they would like even just come up with some random name for them because they all just have the same exact uh, address where you are yeah like (laughs) i just forget you can change you can change the name (sighs) too much work (laughs) i know i have i have so many notes that are somewhere like meadowbrook 09 meadowbrook 12 and i'm like hmm was that was that me talking or was that bird sounds what was that (laughs) do it again where where are you i'm in colorado walden colorado Uh, on the middle of fucking nowhere i'm actually like 30 minutes out of town like in a remote area (laughs) all right well (laughs) it's crazy like i don't know if you uh have seen any of my stories but my backyard is like these huge mountains there's like oh more animals than people it's amazing that's so sick it's fucking any, cool if you're ever in colorado come over we'll do a live stream you can look at the fucking mountains it'll be sick hell yeah I'm trying to get yeah. the girls to come out there definitely need definitely need some nature like this in la right now like i mean yeah there's hiking around the city but you know you get just so stuck in the city it's, sometimes yeah. they close it they've closed it a couple times since quarantine hit right what the hiking yeah 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 some places um yeah i mean i've only been here a couple months but where were you right before that uh i was living with my parents for a couple months like they kind of rescued me from europe (laughs) like i was like like right when covid hit i was like still doing my backpacker uh uh excursion and you know let's talk um, about that because we didn't talk about you mentioned that in a text message i'm like wait what you did what like yeah. when did you go what inspired you to go what was it like i want the itinerary and the weird shit corner <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah i went full digital nomad um it was so like 2018 like uh i'd been in la for a couple years already and like things were getting you know very routine very stagnant and like um i wasn't i was feeling like really uninspired like i was in like a producer duo with another guy and we, um, it was, we made like really cool, like funk music, like kind of like funk pop. What's the duo uh, called? It, uh, we were called, our name was Free Slice. Like it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, you know, we had, we had some good songs, like a couple movies, like whatever, but it was, um, I don't know. Like I, I grew up with like house, like techno, like I, it didn't feel right. So at some point I just got so bogged down by it. just like, I was like, fuck this, like quit, quit music. Like I don't want to work on it anymore. And like deleted Ableton. And then, you know, a couple months later, I was just like feeling really inspired, uninspired, decided to go to uh, Europe for two months. And I could like, you know, do my graphics, uh, graphic design, like on my laptop. And those two months turned into like two years. Like I like, (laughs) 
um i just like kept going i like briefly like came back to la to uh you know just sell all my things like sell my car like drive back to the east coast and then just yeah just dipped like just had my whole life in, in my backpack and um would do like during the summers i would go like hostel to hostel like once every couple of days like just stay in hostels like meet tons of awesome people um and then like winters i would uh get airbnb like monthly airbnbs like month or two and just like really try to get to know the city like i lived in ukraine i lived in spain wow. i lived in i lived in uh and then before covid i, I was living in berlin for like six months wow and that kind of really inspired like the bad boombox thing what was what was ukraine like ukraine's really cool i was in kiev um and they call it they call it new berlin uh because it has a lot of that spirit of like berlin in the 90s like very like underground music or very underground very very punk like it's um like a lot of a lot of counterculture like people rising against you know whatever um you know whatever yeah, yeah, just all that i mean you know ukraine's just stuck in between europe and russia and you know there's a lot of a lot of things that come with that but it yeah it's inspired really cool like warehouse parties and really cool raves like just really cool music a lot of amazing artists coming from there now but uh really amazing artists like were going there when i was there really cool clubs like not as like exclusive and pretentious as like berlin like there would be just like people the right people would just go anyway so you didn't have to like moderate and um yeah just really really cool scene and definitely recommend uh everyone check out ukraine if you if you uh if you're keen on traveling around Europe. what was the second place you said you went to after ukraine you said uh, spain or portugal uh yeah i was in barcelona for a few months i was doing kind of like that mediterranean side like uh it's doing Barcelona. I was in Marseille, France. Wow. Um, what what were these towns like? Just really cool. You know, I was like trying to trying to adapt at, at the time. You know, I was like the like the American like traveler, like show up with like my hats, like hola, <laughs> like really trying to uh, integrate. But yeah, learn a lot. Spanish of cool now? No, no, <laughs> no. Like Barcelona is weird because it was. Um, they do like they like mix in between uh catalan and spanish and so i would like be like starting to kind of get the drift of like spanish and then they like switch to catalan and be like oh wait these words are totally different hang on <laughs> like and i try to adapt to that and then they switch back to spanish so um yeah they didn't they didn't learn much of that picked up a little french though so that was nice and what was what you you said key or what 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 city in france did you stay at in france uh marseille Marseille, Marseille, that's right. And what was that like? What's the culture like there? I've never really talked to anybody about France. France is so cool. It's like one of my favorite, favorite countries. Like everyone, everyone thinks Paris, but Paris, it's like its own culture, like its own, it's kind of like New York, right? It's not representative of the rest of America. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Paris, Paris is the same way. So once you leave there, people are actually like really, really nice. And Are people meet inside Paris? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like well, at first, welcoming. you know, but it's like a they, it's like a test. They like test you like that because they're just like you know, another way. Dedicated you are to be in France. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very proud. Um, which I which I like, you know, just be like, uh, can I bum a cigarette? Like in French, <laughs> like just like that would be my opening to every everything. They're like, hmm, 
Because an American who smokes. Okay, maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica and, uh, said, fuck, you've got the right idea. What are you doing back in the States? Dot, dot, dot. He said it because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got homesick, though. You know, at the end of the day, I'm still, uh, you know, I'm an American boy. Like, but Europe's you said awesome you were in Berlin for six months. That's the most that you stayed at, right? Yeah. 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 That's the longest, the longest place I say. I like tried to, like, I tried to settle. Um, Integrate. Yeah, but you know, it's like the most diverse city. Like so much cool, cool things going on there. So, what would um, you compare to? Like, what's yeah, it like? It was like oh, I, I can't compare to anything. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just insane. Like I've never seen. I like clubs personally. Mm-hmm. I've never seen clubs like that. It was absolute madness. Like people would like get off work you know like normal time and then go to sleep and set an alarm for like three in the morning and then like three in the morning like get up and start pre-gaming to go to the club by like like 5 a.m is like when you go <laughs> like it's what? insane yeah and wow. you stay for like the whole weekend you don't leave <laughs> what yeah i've heard of that that's the bergenheim right or am i saying that right bergheim bergheim yeah that's that's one of them i mean i don't know why um, i always call it bergenheim <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just feels natural yeah, no, there's, that's, that's just one, that's the most famous one, but, you know, there's, there's places that, you know, some people say are even cooler, um, crazy, crazy things going on over there, and the music is obviously, like, it's, like, part of the city's culture, that's what I really appreciate about it, it, like, um, techno itself, like, reunited the East and West, like, literally, so, no, not many other cities can claim that, you know yeah. a certain type of music like united them like when the berlin wall fell like that was that was that was the thing that was there that brought people together yeah so. <laughs> what were what were some of the people like there that you met like at the clubs like some of the kind of experiences with those people i want to know who's like going to these clubs a lot of different it is it's like it's one of the most diverse cities i've ever been like you get people from all over the place and you wouldn't expect um yeah i don't know it's like well there's another thing too with specific clubs like if you go to Berghain or whatever you go uh yeah you can like meet people in the smoking room but if you're on the dance floor like you're you're there for the music you're just you're just doing this for like 16 hours like <laughs> It's, uh, you know, you don't really get anyone's like life story in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like going to bars or like, uh, like in the lounges and everything. Like, I don't know, it's just like way too much to uh, put into a couple sentences. Like really, really cool people. I'll say that. Yeah. Very forward, very progressive. Like, I was gonna, I was kind of wondering, is it like our age people or is it like older people too? I have a feeling that there's like a lot of older people that go and do that there again such a mix like i would be i would go to a bar and there'd be in one corner like some 18 year olds like playing ping pong and then you know like classic like in the other corner just og ravers like dudes in their 50s like (laughs) 50s and 60s just mask on just jean shorts and like naked just just going going crazy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah a lot of uh, a lot of the OGs are there, and they coexist with the younger generations. That's uh, it's like really cool to see that. Yeah, you said that you've been producing a lot lately. What kind of music have you been producing? 
just things all over the place. Um, it's been really helpful actually, uh, past couple of weeks, like Justin's been coming over doing a little, making some beats and it's been like really inspiring just to like whatever genre I've been, uh, focused on to just to, all right, just try the complete opposite and then learn some things there and like bring it back to the original things and then see how it evolves. I would literally perceive it differently. You know, it would sound completely different. Um, I've been making a lot of, I guess more like, like euphoric kind of acid house. Um, cool. Like a lot of, a lot of like some UK influence in there while at the same time, uh, doing some, some like nineties inspired, like Euro dance kind of like techno tracks, uh, just, just all over the place, you know, like sometimes it'd be 140 and then the next day I would make something like 124. So yeah. it really depends, but it, it has been a lot. Like I'm sitting on like 30, like unreleased tracks. Just Sweet. What about, for, for- what about for, um, um, like anything that's coming out soon EP wise with any labels besides. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, not, not, not on a label right now. Like I'm still, uh, finishing up some demos, but, um, tomorrow, cause it's a uh, band camp Friday and it should be a national holiday at this point. Uh, just <laughs> putting up a bootleg EP five tracks, uh, just really fun, <laughs> really fun bootlegs. Um, like some, some like '90s hits. Got like Eddie oh. Murphy in there. Got La Bouche. Um, got that TikTok song that everyone that started the trend a couple of you know a couple of days ago. I'm so, so I've literally been in like a hole of like snowboarding and snow and like I have like ten unread messages. I'm like, sorry guys, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll respond in a second. So that's I, so fun though. Yeah. What, um, what, what's the Eddie Murphy one? Is it from his comedy? No, no, it's a party all the time. His one and only hit. (laughs) Like one of my favorites. Cool. uh, Maybe, maybe I'll do something with the uh, music video. Cause I don't know when the last time you saw that was the, it's hilarious. It's just (laughs) him and Rick James. Cause like Rick James produced it like in the studio, just looking so cracked out. (laughs) Like, Like he's like, like turning knobs and pressing buttons that don't do anything or exist it's just like yeah <laughs> it's like satire right it's like funny I, yeah or you think I, it's I, like serious <laughs> i don't know if that was the intention i guess they're like trying to make a hit or something but it works and it's yeah it's, it's got the sauce <laughs> yeah totally yeah so, so that's 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 coming out tomorrow just on Bandcamp. um dope yeah yeah. I love when artists put bootlegs on Bandcamp. That's like my favorite. And it, and all the proceeds go to the artist. So if you're looking for new music and you want to support the artist, Bandcamp is the way to go. Yeah. Love Bandcamp. <laughs> um, what have you been working on? You got a bunch of drums in the background. I see. Is that, <laughs> is that what I'm saying? Yeah, this is, this is uh, my studio. Wow. Okay. My, dad, my dad collects drums. But uh, I'm just working on, I don't know if you can see it, my push. And then I've got a Juno, Juno piano over here. But like, honestly, I've only worked on two tracks in the last month, which has been super depressing. And like, I constantly am like, do I do a weekly show? Do I not do a weekly show? But like right now, I think what's important is for me to like connect with people because I've been in this basement for like three months straight. (laughs) Is that a basement? 
this is the base. I'm underground right now. Underground talking about underground, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll inspire it. Yeah, but um, I really want to make an album. I've never done that. Um, the idea is super daunting. I have a, my first bass lesson tomorrow. So I'm like super stoked on learning how to play bass, which is yeah. great because the two songs I'm working on don't have a bass line. They're like, you know, almost there. So I'm like, if I could just like live jam it out on there, yeah. I would be good. And I feel pretty, I feel pretty confident that I can learn. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive and cocky, but like, I, I don't know. I'm just like, so deeply drawn to the bass like I was literally playing on my stream with no lessons like not even fucking caring like that's like some that's like I've never had that passion with an instrument before that's sick do you play guitar no I have not I tried I tried to learn the ukulele and I I quit because my fingers (laughs) hurt and then I I took a I gave myself a guitar lesson like on YouTube and I uh-huh. was like, I couldn't even get past the tuning place. I'm like, too much, yeah. too much. And then like the first time I played that, it was like, you couldn't get me off of it. And my finger was like peeling after. So I just feel like the bass <laughs> is more like my style, like more like what I want, you know? Do you play any instruments? Bass is what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I learned a little, learned a little guitar back in the day. Uh, I was, uh, I played saxophone when I was little. So like, sick. That was, that was funny what why don't you play that now that's like the best instrument i i have to it's at my parents house in south carolina like i have to go get it like wait and you know i live in it go ahead go ahead no go ahead i live in a i live in an apartment you know like like sax like you gotta really wail on it like that'll just every every neighbor will form an association so So come with like pitchforks and (laughs) so two roommates ago me and my girl charlie uh we had a roommate we had a neighbor that would play the trombone (laughs) and all of it we were like oh tromboner is out again we got got a tromboner over here and it would be like so loud from the neighbor like not even like on our building like the next door trombones right at that frequency too that it just like shakes the walls a little bit it's like it's that like resonance um <laughs> that's that sucks but yeah. no that's fun you you would love bass then like my friends that play bass like they can't it they're glued to it you know it's like um Seriously. my grandpa played bass in a band in bulgaria it was like you just you it just has like soul like that's where like the um, that's where the group of any what is this band's name like wait your uncle's in a band in bulgaria i need to know this band my, now. my grand my grand my grandpa yeah no okay. it was uh I mean, you want to be able to find it they're, they're like a, a band that just like went around like toured around the country at the time so they don't have so like we, an album out or anything uh no what is the name? Let me look it up. I gotta know. I don't know. I don't know. You know I don't it. remember. Yeah. It was like it was just uh, it was their friends, but yeah, I mean they did it for like I don't know 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> it's uh he taught himself to it was it was inspiring though, because like he kinda was the one that like got me into instruments uh when I was younger. Um he would like sing and like play the bass. Originally he was like the guitarist in the band. And then, you know, like classic, like rock stars. I don't know about the rock scene in Bulgaria at the time in the 60s, but like, you know, classic rock star thing, like the the bassist just like has a meltdown and quits and they had a show the next morning and they just like hand the bass guitar to my grandpa. They're like, 
all right, we're locking you in this closet. You got to learn this instrument overnight because we got to play in the morning. He's like, fine. And he like, you know, sat there and figured it out because, you know, it, it's like the first four, four strings of the guitar. Figured it out, played a dope show and just been playing bass ever since. Like, it's wow. like, uh, what it, a just, happy it drives any, any song. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Seriously. That's actually one of the reasons why I like had the idea to learn bass because I was like really struggling with writing bass lines in MIDI. Like all my first mm. three EPs are like only MIDI. That's it. There's like no audio loose, no nothing. And then I was like, okay, like I want to like venture out and play with other frequencies. And like, how do I, how do I do this bass? Like, how do I get these? I want, I wanted funky bass lines, like really hard to write bass lines. And like, I had like, you know, sophisticated ear, but like trying to do that, I I would quit. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, you know, I'd go, this is what I would do. This is a trick for people who don't know how to make music and want to, like I did, I would go onto YouTube and I would look for MIDI baselines and i would take a picture and i would try and duplicate the picture of the midi <laughs> that's uh, some ghetto ass shit right there <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah like, you know if you don't know yeah i mean yeah replicating always best way to learn it's better than downloading the midi you can download the midi to any track ever like on the internet but it's like it's not the same and it's always like too quantized too it's never really like- so the, so what i found that's better than that recently i like i don't know i found it like through different youtube videos but what you can do is you can um go in on audio and just be like do da, 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 ah, 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 right and then take that audio and put it convert it to a midi clip and you can have the choice of of converting it into harmonized drums or fuck something else so then, so it takes like different, the thing and makes it just MIDI notes. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. It's cool when it can detect it. Like when, yeah. if you drop a full song in there, sometimes it gets a little confused, yeah. but if you're, if you're like singing it or like doing the rhythm or whatever, yeah, you convert it to those rhythm, melody or harmony. And then it just like tries to figure it out. And yeah, uh, yeah it's a good starting point. But yeah, no, playing the actual, like feeling the strings way better than like trying to play it on the keyboard. Cause there's like, there's the, you know, like a, like a really good funky bass line, like always like goes up an octave or two octaves, like, doo, 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 you know, yeah. and that's, that's something that's just easy from the strings themselves. Cause uh, you know, they're like, there's like a huge gap in between mm-hmm. and you know uh, like when you're doing the fingerings, it's just like, it just, comes out naturally but when you try to replicate it on the keyboard it's like you gotta like really like oh go up two octaves it's like not as uh it doesn't feel as right i was watching a youtube video on how to pluck yesterday like i accidentally <laughs> found it and i was like oh that's what i want to do i want to fucking no like that's yeah. so cool sounding i love that i didn't even know that's what it was <laughs> yeah yeah, you could pluck like yeah. If you could pluck it, there's like the pick bass, obviously, but then like the the ones that pluck like really. Yeah, know. well, there's there's like a technique where you like, like slap the bass. Oh yeah, slap, bass. slap the bass. <laughs> That's what it's called. Sorry, not pluck, but yeah. So I was like, what slap? I was like, slap with the bass. I gotta watch this <laughs> this movie, this video for sure. You, so, yeah, you have to you have to play bass with a Jamaican accent. That's just the that's the way. <laughs> right um so on the topic of like fantastic voyage 
for me, like what makes my life fantastic is like, obviously music, definitely traveling, um, inspiration from culture. And then like, also for me, I'm very connection driven. So like intimacy, like what kind of things make your life fantastic? Um, my, my life is great. Just from, just from, uh, just, just personal routines. Like what, what I do when I wake up in the morning and, uh, you know, the things I say to myself and try to just do things regularly, you know, um, makes me kind of appreciate the journey, you know, kind of, I get to reflect on where I've been, you know, what I've done, who I've met. And I've met so many amazing people like uh, along the way. So if I try to, if I try to kind of think about that instead of thinking about the future and, you know, like what I have to do, even that day, um, then, you know, just like that gratefulness, like really just brightens up the day and then just doing something, uh, starting the day, you know, either like a workout or like a, like a cold shower or something, just like really get the, get the blood flowing. And then it's just a, then it's just a great day. (laughs) Do you not look at your phone right when you wake up? I am guilty of it. Like, especially if I like, if the night before, like, say I like posted something cool and I'm like really excited to see what people say, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just wake up and go through the DMS, but I always notice a direct correlation with, um, just how just the outlook on that day or like the productivity that day directly correlated with, uh, whether or not I check my phone that morning. Cause once I open that phone, I'm on the phone for an hour, right? It's like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's, I'm so glad that we're talking about that because I like to sleep with my phone on airplane mode. And for a while I would do like my, my like checklist, some journaling, reading a page or a chapter, you know, a a 45 minute meditation, some stretching all before looking at my phone. And I swear to you the last week and a half, I don't know. I've been feeling more insecure about like every fucking thing. And I've been fucking waking up and fucking looking at my phone first thing in the morning, turning off airplane mode. Like what did people say? What are people thinking? And I'm just like, when can I just fucking drop it? Like, when can I just like literally detach from this world of validity and judgment of other people? Like, why can't I just like fucking be my own human and not care like what it does to people? Like, do you, you totally talk? can. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just everything's so um, connected and linked together. And it's like really hard to like make something happen like without it. So I totally wish it was those days. Like, uh, so yeah, I totally, I totally feel you. Um, direct, yeah, direct correlation on the day. <laughs> like, with the yeah. I, or sometimes what I do is like, I'll like, cause I have to post for the podcast and I have to post for, you know, myself, like before I was a DJ, I deleted my Instagram completely. Like all my followers. I know, I know some DJs that did that. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck, like you need a fucking Instagram if you're trying to be a DJ. And then I was like, do you? And I'm like, yeah, you do. You totally do. And sometimes I'm like hating having to post. Like, I'm just mm. like, oh, like I have to like consistently be vulnerable and like share things and like make sure that they're like appropriate. But I'm like, I don't really feel like that. (laughs) I I used to be like that. And then like, I tried to like the DJ project I had before this, which was only lived for like two months. Like it didn't work, but (laughs) um, you know, I tried to, I I like wanted to be like hands off, like not on social media, just like, just try to do things like in the day. 
and yeah, it was just like really hard to get anything done. So there was like a, um, a mentality I had to adopt to do the bad boombox thing is like, you know, you are right. There are days where I have to like, think about like, oh, I have to like post this and that it's been a while or whatever. But like I said before, just the complete, like once you give yourself the permission to just have freedom in being just a creator, not a consumer, you know, I like rarely check people's things. I don't look at any stories and I only post things that I, that make me laugh or only post things that make me like dance or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or uh, and then, then it's like totally fine. Then I feel really good about it. Then it's like, if I get like 20 likes on a picture, like whatever, I'm like, hell yeah, 20 people, like 20 people thought this was hilarious. And, and um, it's just like good to see, uh, good to see a metric of that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, I'm not trying to have it affect me personally. It's just the, um, yeah, it's just like putting myself out there. Like sometimes is the thing that feels good. Yeah. Um, For me, what feels good is like the creating and then, and then like the performing, but like the medial stuff, I'm like seriously considering getting an intern for the podcast so that they can do this stuff with me because it takes hours every week. It's like eight hours every week of social media just for that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I care about it. And yeah, I want it done, but also like, I'd rather be making me music and playing and you know like yeah, I just gotta balance it yeah it's crazy do you have like a do you have like a schedule like with the um with the posting <laughs> and not because it's just because I am doing so much content because I'm interviewing one person a week you know so there's mm-hmm. like so much to share so I want people to know but also I feel like yeah, you're killing it though you have to like you have to show that you're so sweet I feel like but I feel like it's crazy like when I'm posting something like like, oh my gosh, this picture, like, whoa, like, I can't wait to share this picture, you know? And like, to me, that happens once every two months. Like, I don't really, I'm not good behind cameras, you know, like, I don't fucking, and then, you know, I'll, I'll do like one photo shoot and then use those pictures for like a year. Like, I'm like, you know, not really yeah. good behind the camera, but then like, um, when it's like all the time, I feel like, people are less engaged and yeah, you're right. I do. I, I do kind of take it personally. And like, that's why I'm like, I just want someone else to deal with this so that like, like just, just like you said, like you don't really check in and you don't really like watch mm-hmm. the people's and you're more just like creating like that, that you just inspired me. Like, okay. Like I do need to like reshape this so that like it brings me mm-hmm. joy and I'm not yeah. like resenting this time because that is a big yeah. time to resent, you know, there's a, yeah, there's a million things to post, you know, it's like, there's the there's the path that like we see other DJs outline and we like try to replicate it but um yeah there's like a million different things like a post could be about and especially lately since like Instagram's been very like ad heavy these days and very like annoying like people have been getting really creative with the content uh like the last um like you were just talking to you were just talking to Justin uh, that uh, label he posted the child's play so cool like like there's there's things like that like all over the so all over Instagram they don't they don't push it like heavy it's like only people that find them and they feel special for finding it yeah. like that's that's the cool part you know it's not like yeah. how many followers or how much engagement you get it's like what they're actually you know saying and like how they're how they're part of the 
part of the experience. I will say I've been following some pretty weird, inspiring accounts. Did you see that picture I posted with the the naked girl and the guy eating the spaghetti? <laughs> no way, no. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna show it to you right now because I was literally cracking up out loud by myself for quite a <laughs> bit. It was really funny. Let me see if it's still. Is that on your story? No, it's gonna be in my archives now, but I'll share it with you because it's worth it. It's so funny. I literally was like, who is this girl and who is this guy and who is taking this picture? That's what I <laughs> that's what I want to know. If you if you know these people, please just give them my number. Just give them my email, just have them DM me because let me tell you something. These people are funny as fuck. Did what the hell did this uh I'm so bad with Instagram. I'm like, where do I find things? Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> how funny That's is that? That's awesome. How, how funny is that? Like, I just can't. That's that's the POV shot of a lifetime. And he's got a fro and. Like, I'm just like, I just love that picture so much. That brought me so much joy to share that. That's so funny. So you grew up in South Carolina or your parents just lived there? Uh, my parents live there now. I went to high school there. Um, I, uh, we came from Bulgaria. Like I, I was born in Bulgaria. What? Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's why I got that, 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 uh, that Slav boy, that Euro boy in me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, just moved up and down East Coast, went to college in uh, Washington, D.C., and then moved out here, L.A. Okay, what made you go to L.A.? Music? Yeah, originally, um, like I studied music in school, and like did like audio stuff and uh, business and music. So I wanted to, yeah, just get one of those, one of those uh, office jobs in the creative industry, and you know, yeah. yeah. So that's what that's what brought me out here. But it was like a nice like thing to get me like out of that city and like come here and like actually like try and kill it um, what was high school like in south carolina oh it's weird <laughs> it was before high school like i was living in like upstate new york and uh you know like me me and my parents like we're very like you know we're uh we're we're, we're liberal we're like atheists like you know just we're chill right yeah yeah and we go down to South Carolina and don't get me wrong, like the nicest people, like way nicer than New York. Like you're like, like everyone like wants to say hi, but they would be like, like, hi, I'm Ashley. What church do you go to? <laughs> and like, it was for me, like, you know, some people like maybe not, um, that not that crazy, but for me, super for me, it was like, yeah, it was like a complete culture shock to me. So like, I felt like, I felt like a, such a pariah. So it take, took a couple of years to like really like get with it and like get like you know make some like really good friends so um yeah <laughs> that, that part was weird but what i do like about south carolina is that like it's chill it's like a good place to kind of escape when like the city life gets a little overwhelming you know yeah like you go you go there i'm sure i'm sure where you are is like kind of the same kind of vibe where you're just like okay i can breathe and like people are like out of my business like yeah. everyone's everyone minds their business yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's up, Justin? Justin asks, is there Bulgarian influence in your music? Oh, for the longest time, 
for the longest time I tried, that's, that's a good question. Um, for the longest time I've been trying to like directly sample, uh, a lot of Bulgarian, um, uh, Bulgarian melodies, been using like Bulgarian kind of scales. Um, but especially I would, I would always try. It would, it wouldn't always work because it is very different from, uh, like what we're used to. Uh, especially in like the the scales and everything, um, but I have been borrowing a lot of a lot from rhythms, uh, especially from like percussion, and from bass lines. Like they they're they're groovy people, you know. They're very they're fun. Do you and, have a favorite Bulgarian band or artist that uh, we can search? Because I don't even I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, one of the absolute legends in our scene is uh, Kink. He's, he's oh uh, he's a fucking legend yeah yeah so cool so sick did you a see lot of it does that, come through did you see him in that um woman shoot i forget her name they did a cover recently like in the last three or four weeks maybe month Ooh, i don't know um they did a cover and it was i think it's a, a video on his tv like i don't know instagram tv i forget what that's um, called I but it's, it's sick. I'll put, I'll, I'll try and find it and, and share it with you later. Yeah, anyway, he's, who else? He, he's really cool. Um, there's a couple other Bulgarian, uh, Bulgarians in the, in the scene, but, um, uh, for them, I guess the, the native music doesn't really shine through them as much like, uh, Metodi Christoph. He's a techno producer. Metodi Christoph. What a cool name. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it's like melodic but yeah i don't in terms of djs like it's hard to it's hard to um hard to picture like anyone else their music because their music is so distinct like so unique and it's got a lot of um geographically right i'll have this manifesto geographically bulgaria is in the middle it's a really good melting pot because it's in the middle of so many different things it's right above greece so you have a lot of like Mediterranean culture. It's on the Black Sea. So you have a lot of like Russian, like Ukrainian influence. And it's um, in the Southeast corner is Turkey. So a lot of Middle Eastern uh, like food and like uh, music and stuff like comes Love through there too. Turkish culture and Turkish people yeah. and Turkish food. I, I like, I'm looking for a Turkish to get married to because man, they are hospitable. <laughs> they got the yeah. love for sure. Yeah, yeah, cool people cool music and um yeah they brought and so like back in the day the ottoman empire that um took over that whole part of europe the balkan peninsula so a lot of that culture was all getting blended together and so now the lasting effects of it is like this like really interesting like cuisine and music and people have their uh, very specific attitude and uh when it when the music's playing oh they're wild <laughs> they're wild people so I've been trying to channel that as much as possible. <laughs> That's funny. I would love uh, to hear some of these sounds. You should send me some. Yeah, yeah, I'll send. They're 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 goofy. Actually, well, you know that the the only thing that comes to mind that uh, would be relevant here is remember that um, that Jason Derulo song a couple of years ago, "Talk Dirty." Mm -hmm. So like that riff. Yeah, that. <laughs> 
That's uh that was done by a band called Balkan Beatbox, and a couple Balkan of the members are Beatbox. Yeah, they're really really cool. They're like uh, they're electronic, but like electronic fusion with uh Middle Eastern Mediterranean um like actual like horn sections like full like horn or- orchestras. Wow, cool. Um, yeah, super cool. So they did that song, and that that's where the that riff comes from. But that's a that's like what Bulgarian music sounds like. Cool. I'm like yeah. super interested to like go down a digging rabbit hole now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go down that rabbit inspiring hole. Inspiring to, to be like influenced by different cultures. And I love knowing the history of it, that it's a melting pot. That's so cool. Uh, Josh, yeah. what's up, Josh? Josh said favorite Bulgarian food. We're, we're, it, it's simple. It's um, what you think of a Greek salad. It's uh, it's a shepherd salad. That's what they call it in Bulgaria. And um, yeah, it's actually like, well, we say it's from there. Everyone says it's like their own, but <laughs> that's like served with every meal is that, uh, is that kind of salad, just cucumber, tomato and feta cheese. The, uh, yeah. it has to be sheep's milk feta cheese. Don't mm-hmm. get that goat stuff. Don't get the cow stuff, <laughs> only sheep. And it's, um, it, it just goes on every meal. Everything you have just has that, that white cheese on it yeah um what so, about yeah. what about meats like what what are some popular bulgarian meats i don't really know anything about that culture actually they're meat they're really good with uh like dry cured like salamis um yeah yeah they call it uh lukanka and uh it comes from a lot of it is turkish like turkish influence uh another thing they like is like this like kind of kebab that's um lamb kebab yeah that whole that whole area like they they can't stay away from it uh josh said yo that's my favorite type of salad (laughs) yeah just keep it keep it simple you know yeah and add that add that cheese (laughs) yeah if you chop the tomatoes really fine and the cucumber really fine then that cheese the sheep cheese kind of like brings it together yeah it's really good and then that the best part is um all that kind of like drips down to the bottom of the bowl and you just get like a really good bread and just you just dip it in and it just becomes dipping sauce like do they do pita there or what what's their what's their bread like not quite the bread's pretty normal it's just they have um like these like breakfast pastries that i swear by um other countries call it burek um but bulgarian specifically call it banitsa and it's just like a it's kind of like it's kind of like spanakopita but like better <laughs> it's, it's it's desserty, right? It's like super thick and decadent. Yeah, it's like these, uh, or it's like the fillow sheets, like uh, like yeah, um, yeah. yeah, like uh, like spanakopita, but with the white cheese inside, like white cheese and butter. And, I'm like craving yeah. pastries now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I've actually been craving them for like a week because you know that uh, Charlize Theron movie, old old guard on Netflix. No. Okay, well, I, I rewatched it with my parents whatever it's it's got a good storyline there's a lot of things i have to say about that movie but it went like the shtick of her like one of her like character things is that they would bring her this like like little it's like one of those things it's like a little pastry from like each country and she would guess like the the ingredients uh, or whatever and i'm like damn now i want like a pistachio like that's cool i want like a pistachio pastry right now really bad see i only when i watch netflix it's like it would be uh before bed and that's like probably like pastries and things probably the last thing i want to like see before going to bed like 
tempt me getting like some midnight snack and know, staying up all night. I cannot eat or I can't watch those shows that are like cooking shows or like I get yeah. I like drool. I like straight up salivate <laughs> so hard. Yes. And I'm like, and then yes. I'm not even like high. I'm like, I'm like eating weird shit in my pantry. I'm like, I can't watch those shows. Too hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are kind of some yeah, things that they're... you like to watch? I like um well lately because I've been making so much music, uh I just I just watch things to decompress. Like I like um just just dumb, you know, like funny things. Like I I like grew up with adult swim and it's like still very much a part of my life. Anything adult swim, you know, uh like Eric Andre and just like all the animated shows that they have running. And then especially if Sometimes I'm up till four in the morning and they play like the off the air stuff and just like trip the fuck out. Like that's the, <laughs> I love, love that stuff. Um, yeah. Things like that. What kind of movies time, do you watch? You said you like watching movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, sometimes I get like really into like the Oscar buzz and like try to like keep up with the Oscars and all that. But I like, I like, um, I think my favorite movie, Favorite movie of all time is uh, Amelie. You know that French movie? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I have never yeah. seen it, but I recognize the cover because it's so beautiful. So cool. And it's just so like, so French and just feels like really now cozy. I'm going to watch, watch it. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely get cozy and like, you know, a couple of glasses of wine. And, Do you um, drink wine? Uh, when I when I watch those kinds of movies, hell yeah. <laughs> get, a, get a good cry on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would you say that you're an emotional guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, no other no other comment. Most most artists are in tune with their emotions and they're sensitive. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to express themselves in a form of frequency, you know? So it's not like uncommon. But it's like, yeah. nice, it's like nice to hear it. Like a lot of people like, you know, just assume a lot of things about artists or like, you know, assume a lot of the people things about just people in general and it's nice to just like say it just like like admit things you know because I feel like a lot of people think they're like alone or weird or like I'm the yeah. only human like this but really all humans are the same fucking thing we're just like yeah machines you know yeah we're just yeah just meat um <laughs> yeah that, that goes that goes back to the uh the Instagram thing because we only see people's highlight reels and you know we don't really see like what's on the inside so whenever you can channel that yeah. i know i know it's like sometimes i'm like should i be posting this but then i'm like i don't really want to i don't know it's like weird it is only positive stuff it is only yeah positive. yeah so i mean yeah some, we all go through there's no ups without the downs right so we need to mm-hmm. you know capitalize on that and um yeah no i i, I feel it yeah sometimes Sometimes I like with day-to-day life, you know, like where I have like, like errands to run and things to do. Like I, you know, I have to like block a lot of that out, but then it comes back like through the music and just sit there and just like sit in it, you know, it feels good. So yeah, that's a good point. I'll, I'll have to have to work on just expressing that more to my, um, yeah, just like publicly. I feel like the, the more deep and vulnerable I dig into myself the better my music becomes Mm. and I feel like that is such a trait that I really admire about like other humans like when they are really really just being like 
this is it. This is me. This is what's going on right now. Like I, I like I'm drawn to that. There's like some kind of like human magnet in like mm. expressing and connecting. I was listening to that book on audible staying sharp by that doctor who it's just like, it just, it just came out like a couple weeks ago. And he says, there's five things like your brain is one of the only uh, organisms that you can re uh, what's that word um, that can, that can basically like regenerate itself. All the other organs like slowly fail and you like get older and die, but your brain, mm-hmm. you can like actually do things to make it regenerative. And the five things is like sleep, connection connections like one of the top things on there like if you're not connecting with other humans like you're more likely to die like what? yeah like learning yeah, that's, learning that's, something that's new learning something new that was on there too like mm-hmm. movement these are all things that like you know we kind of put on the back burner because we're in this maze of like i have to make money i have to provide i have to you know it's like this whole yeah. thing that like takes away from like being present and like being alive it's fucking weird totally feel you yeah yeah we need to we need to to collect huh do you do Do i meditate yeah do you say do we need to collab or what do you say collect what do you say uh yeah i'm saying yeah we need to we need to like be present we need to to connect everyone needs to connect we're um that's the real epidemic right there uh that's one thing that like through my travels around Europe, it got, um, you know, cause like during the winters and everything, like I would like live by myself and it would get, I, I wouldn't, because I would be moving to another city, uh, you know, the following month, I wouldn't let the friendship, like I would meet people at bars or whatever, but like, I wouldn't let those friendships really like develop, uh, to like a deep, deep level. And so when it stays so superficial for, you know, like two years, it gets, um, it gets really lonely. Like that, that's what started making me miss, you know, like my friends here in LA and all that. Um, so that's a, that's, that's a good point. We need that connection. Um, and then, yeah, to answer your question, I do, I do meditate. I try to, I do, uh, do a little bit of Wim Hof. I don't know if you know Wim Hof. I love Wim Hof. Fuck yeah. 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 Just try to do those three things. Like, uh, it's nice. What does your Wim Hof look like? I can't get like around ice here. It's LA. (laughs) It's like hot, but you know, I try to go for a dip in the ocean. It's like still relatively, um, relatively cool. It's like 50 something degrees. Do my cold showers, do my breathing. Uh, especially if I do it in the morning, I notice I have more energy. So I do the breathing, uh, technique and then, um, just try to be present and just notice the thoughts go like, uh, uh, like I live next to the 405, the highway. So like I pretend like thoughts are like the cars. You just see them go by and you know, that's it. And you just keep staying like uh, watching that, not trying to block anything out or whatever. Do you have a like a, a Wim Hof breath video that you watch or do you just like, okay, every five minutes I breathe or like, what's that look like? I do. Well, it started like when you first start, like you need uh especially his voice to like kind of guide you like he's such a funny like just dutch dude all right uh, here we go <laughs> yeah fully in there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> he's the funniest guy uh so yeah it started with that and then once you like kind of figure it out uh then like you can do it on your own terms as long as as long as i do three rounds like i'm good um it's like 
to those who don't know, it's like a, it's just like a controlled hyperventilation that you saturate your blood with oxygen and and then you can go a really long time without that oxygen and basically what it does is like it, it alkalizes your blood and you like you can um you can do really cool shit and it just makes you feel really good it builds your immune system especially now like we need that and yeah it just makes your heart like really healthy um and so you just you have to do like 30 or 40 like power breaths while only letting it go. So you're getting way more oxygen than exhaling carbon dioxide. And then you fully exhale and you hold that for at least two fully minutes. Out. Fully out. And then you can like by round three, like you can, you'll be surprised. Like you, you'll be holding your breath for like two four minutes. minutes. Oh, four. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can, you can really get up there. It's Dang, crazy. Breath. Yeah. <laughs> shallow breath. So for me, like the two minutes, it's kind of hard. I used to, I know as a kid, like I would try to reflect, like I would like deep breathe or breathe deeper, especially like if I was doing sports, but like now it's like, yeah, I'm in front of the computer all day or like traveling. Around, so I'm always like, like nervous or anxious about stuff. I've noticed my breath is like, I've been just like breathing through my mouth, like just up here, like never really expanding that, uh, doing like, like the deep breath. And yeah, I noticed like everything <laughs> started feeling weird. So uh, I've got to get back to that. I listened to that book, Breath by James Nestor. And he says one of the most important things you can do is breathe in through your nose. Yeah. Out through your nose, which is just like, okay. Like a lot of the people who have breath problems, like asthma and shit, they can't even breathe through their nose. That's crazy. Yeah. It closes up. Like you gotta, um, if you don't use it, like you lose it. And that's how you get, yeah. It's like a mouth, you get mouth breathing and then you get, uh, so you get like sleep, sleep problems and, there goes like the first point if you're not getting good sleep then you know like snoring and everything like there goes your health kind of <laughs> seriously but, when i don't get yeah. enough sleep i'm so fucking cranky i'm like eh, i don't know yeah. eh. <laughs> don't <come around. laughs> i need like exact i need like if i can get six hours of like good sleep like i have that i have like black curtains and everything like i'm good i can function if I get five hours and 59 minutes, like I can't do anything. Like, like my motor skills are like, like, I can't, like, I can't make coffee. Like it sucks. You drink coffee? I used to. How do you like, drink it? You don't drink it anymore? Not anymore. I've noticed I've got more, weirdly, I've gotten more energy since I quit. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so cool. I feel like the last month I've been drinking a lot of coffee because I've just, I have so much to do every day that like, if I don't, yeah. I'm all tired. <laughs> I just crash really hard. It's like, it's really sucks with the crash. And it like makes me anxious. Cause like the caffeine half-life is actually like really long. So the caffeine's still in your, in your blood. It's like affecting your, uh, like your perception right. of things, but your but your, um, your brain's like just throwing melatonin at you. Cause like, you're, it's like, hold on. What did you just do a couple hours ago? You drank this thing. Like, let me try to balance that out. So you get super tired, but the caffeine's still there. So like that, wired tired combination like just makes me like really anxious so i stopped that and i've had more just consistent all-around energy like i'll i'll like wake up at 10 and just be on the computer until like 2 a.m <laughs> like i love how connected you are with your body like that's not that's that's very uncommon for producers in general but also like guys in general <laughs> this is pretty cool i feel like you can feel the effects pretty immediately which is that's awesome 
I try to, yeah. I go on like those YouTube rabbit holes and then it, you know, mm-hmm. it, uh, end up reading the books and, uh, yeah, just try to, I, I, I'm very like, I like to very systems oriented. If I can build a system that works, you know, or like analyze things, what's working, what isn't. Cause like, I always think of things like a video game. Like if I can get like, uh, you know, like a, three percent boost here or like a two percent boost here and then those those things all add up and you just have just better days so what's your diet consist of oh it's pretty bad it's like uh <laughs> i'll do well, i'll start the day with like a good fast like I, it's like 2 p.m i still haven't eaten but um then i make a sandwich and then the mid-afternoon like i try to all right, let's, let's bring it back. Like a nice, like yogurt, like something with fruit in it. And then dinners, like I, I make like a burger, <laughs> something to, something to fill me up until, you know, I go to bed at like three in the morning. Like, what about you and sweets? Let's hear it. Uh, I'm such a fiend. I'm such a fiend. That's, I'm, that's my 2021. Like I'm at one point in when I was traveling, like Europe's just so good with like like chocolate and and shit so like at one point i was like eating way too much of that so i decided to stop and i went like three or four months like without eating like any sugar like i would like read every single label and i felt really really good you know especially because like travel is like stressful and you're always thinking about the next place um but yeah then since then you know it was a cold winter and then like (laughs) i started covid hit yeah (laughs) i Oh man, I would just eat like full tubs of ice cream. Like I love chocolate so much. Like <laughs> so. What kind of ice cream do you like? Uh, here we got. It's good to be back in the land of um, like Ben and Jerry's. It's like available everywhere. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, 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 I'm keen for that. But we also have a salt and straw that's like a mile away, which is dangerous dangerous it's so good yeah <laughs> i used to go to 7-eleven i used to live in santa monica and i used to go to the 7-eleven which is like not even two minutes away from my house like literally like a five minute walk you know where in and santa monica i lived on colorado and stanford oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, used to, I used to live really close to that yeah yeah and um i would get these cookie dough balls in the freezer section from ben and jerry's they're just cookie dough balls there's no ice cream <laughs> in them. and i would just eat those straight and it says on the uh, package do not eat these raw and i'm like um why would you sell, always, why would you sell me a cookie dough then <laughs> yeah like, it's uh yeah so they can like cover their ass just in case someone gets <laughs> salmonella but like when does that ever happen, right? It's I know. Happen. Well, I think salmonella can be like just like a mild form of like aggressive diarrhea. So. Yeah. So okay, like, well, then in, in that case, we've all probably <laughs> suffered it. So. We all just kind of like, yeah. you know, deal with it. But it's hard. Sometimes it's worth it, though. I know. It's funny that we're talking about this because like you can't really tell because I have makeup, but I've got this big ass pimple here and here. And I haven't had like pimples since I was like 13. You know, like I don't get pimples. But like, I've just been like, my dad likes dessert. And so like, I'll, we'll get like, like a fresh pie and bake it. Or like, he likes those like tuxedo pies. And I've just been like eating like two desserts a day, like full ass. Like I've been making these like brownies with like flourless, like gluten-free with like peanut butter and walnuts. And I'm just like, so decadent and so good. And I'm like, I don't know if I can give this up. (laughs) If you, if you're making the gluten-free brownies, does that mean you have to like use more sugar too? 
No. So uh, it just calls for almond flour and mm. a little bit more um, baking soda. Is it powder or soda? I forget. And then um, I, instead of using like butter or uh, margarine, you use like vegetable oil, not palm oil because that's gross, but or coconut oil. And it makes mm. it like ooey gooey. I've got that's it down. Cool. I got it down to a science. I'm, I'm about to drool. <laughs> I know I'm getting hungry too. And you haven't eaten. We, we won't be too much longer. But speaking no, of food, no. uh, Justin, who, by the way, if I haven't mentioned this on the podcast before, Justin, um, one of the followers has a, a noodle company with dope ass noodles that are like internationally known. They're super good. He asked last mm. question, how do you feel about moussaka? I've only had it once in Philly. Yes. I'm in love. Yes. What is it? Was, uh, it's hard to describe. It's either, it, it's probably Greek. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give them that, but <laughs> like there's, there's a, it's like a whole competition, whatever, but um, it's so Greek, Greek, it exists in Greek food and in Bulgarian food. Um, Bulgarians do it, have like one thing that's different it's either that they add eggplant or they, they take away eggplant i forget which one was the greek or the um it's just it's like this like meat pie thing that mm-hmm. it's like hard to describe it's like made with uh like potatoes like eggplant like ground uh either lamb or beef and um it's like coated in like this like egg kind of like fluffy like egg mixture thing that just makes it like glues it all together and just makes it wait like, i'm confused is it like an empanada or like a chicken pot pie or like a quiche like what does it look like <laughs> uh i guess it kind of looks like a quiche but it's like made of like it's like made of like meat and vegetables like there's no uh there's no no like grain or anything in it but uh, dj damage said wow crazy i literally just had this conversation two hours ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's so good i mean next time you probably can't find a bulgarian restaurant but next time you go to a greek restaurant just try to look for the mus- moussaka on the menu and oh my gosh i, I miss the fucking restaurants <laughs> i highly highly recommend it it it, it brings life <laughs> Yeah, good uh good good eye. Shout out to Musaka. <laughs> <laughs> um so before I ask the last question, does anybody have any questions anymore? Um so wait, I actually have a question, one more before the last one. Like, are there any crazy or special or just like really interesting, fun com- uh experiences that you had on your travels that you want to share? Like the unforgettable <laughs> moments, you're just like, what just happened or something like that? Hmm. I mean, it was, especially when I was staying in hostels, it would just be crazy. Like every day, you know, you just meet really cool people, especially if they were Australian, like the, the Aussies just, I they just go crazy. I learned so much from them. And what I was saying earlier, where I felt super uninspired and deleted Ableton, um, the thing that brought me back was uh, like in the very beginning of the trip, it was like the first few weeks in we went, um, I was just like going out with some guys in uh, like from the hostel, like we were just like going to go get a drink. Uh, And they were like, yo, there's this guy playing down the street. Like we should go like, 
you know, I know we've been like partying a lot, but like, can we, let's just, let's just go. Like, you'll, you'll really like it. It's this guy, uh, is this guy, Patrick, like Patrick Topping. I was like, Patrick oh, I've never Topping? Heard of him. no way. I yeah. love him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I've never heard of him. Like, let's, uh, I don't know. Like, can we just like go out? Like, let's go like meet some girls, like whatever. And they're like, oh man, you're, you're going to like it. We end up going and we get there like 10 PM. Like Patrick goes on. And I'm still so I'm, I'm like sober at this point. Like I haven't like, um, yeah, because I thought we were going to go to a bar. He goes on at 10 p.m. Next thing I know, it's like six in the morning. He's still on. He's playing like an eight hour set. I still haven't had a sip of beer. I'm just like on the dance floor, just sweating. Like I remember at one point just looking up at the uh, and it wasn't like it wasn't like a crazy venue. It wasn't like it was just something about just he was just able to bring all these people together with like a crazy selection of music. I remember just like looking up at one point and having this like aha moment. It's like, Oh, this is what I've been missing. This is, I got to get back to this. This is amazing. And the next day, like downloaded Ableton again and started making music again. So that was like, that was like a really good, uh, thankful for, uh, (laughs) I'm thankful thankful. that you just shared that he's one of my favorite producers and DJs of all time. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. I love that you like, it's, it's nice to like be inspired by other DJs and allow them to make you feel like you can believe in yourself and make you feel inspired to like create as opposed to like, I don't know if you, if you've ever felt like this, but as a woman feels competitive sometimes, like I feel like girls are like, (laughs) and I'm just like, okay, well, I like that track. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah i wonder what it's like then like yeah do you get a lot of competition from like, think, other female producers i think that women in general are um doubted sometimes like it's just kind of i'm not saying by everybody but like as a whole there's kind of like oh is it a woman driver oh like <laughs> oh was do you have a woman boss you know it's like this mm-hmm. thing i don't know it's kind of like I'm sure it stems from like back in the seventies when we weren't allowed to vote and, you know, we weren't allowed to have a credit card or, or not seventies, forties, maybe I forget what year it was. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that, um, and then also, you know, that whole concept of like back in like cavemen days where like, instead of competing for a man, like we would women and men, they would just share partners and it would be like a community of humans, yeah. you know, like pack yeah. dogs or something <laughs> like yeah. together we will. But like now it's like, you know, it's like marriage or like monogamy or like, yeah. you know, it's like so much more particular than, than anything that I think that we expected. And so I think that, yeah. that with those things in mind, I think that women tend to turn on each other because of the way that the nuances in which we're treated. And like, yeah. I'm guilty of it too. Like there are some times where I'm like, why am I, why am I like, like not liking that perfect example uh this is super vulnerable perfect example i was uh nannying my nieces and like i was scrolling you know living with my my brother for a little bit after quarantine hit just like help him out and like spend time with my nieces and one night i was looking through instagram and i saw this girl dj and she was like playing for like 200 people during covid first of all like and like only a couple people out of like 200 people were like wearing masks and she had like this big like mask on, you know, like one, like a kind of like a dead mouse hat or something like that, but like not dead. It was like a face. It was like a tongue, like Miley Cyrus tongue sticking out face, but like 
robot. And she had her top off. She had she her boob showing. And she was like in bikini bottoms and she was like flailing her titties around. And I just got like super bummed out and sad. Like it made me hella depressed. And I was just like, Mm. I was like so upset. And my brother's like, why are you so upset? Like, what's the difference between you posing, you know, half naked on your Instagram? And I was like, it's so different. It's so different because I'm not like DJing about the music and like all in my ego. And it's like, he's got a point, you know, it's like, why did that offend me so much? And I think it's because I work so hard to be like, you know, heard, (laughs) let alone like now I got to be competing with titties. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like, (laughs) you feel like someone took a shortcut. Well, I don't know what I felt. I'm still trying to kind of figure it out, but I will say there is room for every single human on this planet to be in music. We could all just support each other. Yeah. Like, I don't know why there are some, I mean, there's so many people and high up there that say and talk about the music industry, like you there, you got to do it this way or you're not going to be, you know, yeah, it's not going to be good yeah. enough or whatever. Yeah. Me too. But also it's like, okay, do they have a point? Do I care about millions of people enjoying this? Is this more underground? Like these are all things that like I'm constantly pondering, but like never really feel like I fully have an answer to. Do you like, can you relate or what do you feel about it? No, I, I, I totally feel that. Um, I, I try to, yeah, I try to emphasize, try to see like the position I'm in, like what, what caused it? Like what is, uh, what's contributing to it? Like good or bad. Um, and I do, I do get competitive too, especially, you know, if I see, but I know I shouldn't because like, it's all like music's we're all remixing each other. Right. Like, like no one's original. There's no such thing. So it just depends like how people decide to uh, define it. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. I just try to, sometimes it's like good to just like put the blinders up and just kind of just focus on, focus on myself and like, not like worry about what other people are doing. And then that's what kind of makes the, whether it's the sound or the look or whatever, like it makes it go on on, on its own thing and it help help it stand out and all that. And I don't see what others are doing. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah. I don't know. We can, we can all support each other. That's like, it's the, um, it's the there's something about the mentality especially in like the bigger cities like you get it it, get, it gets like the individualism gets um almost to a toxic level where um they're like oh i i had mine i didn't i did mine why can't you and like no one like helps each other out supports each other but in the in the musician community um you see that around the world like people it's almost like a commune like if it if everyone comes together, then every, everyone can win. Like mathematically, it works. Like everyone can win. You don't need some people to suffer. So Yeah, that's why I love the Twitch community so much because like everyone benefits from people from their own benefit. Like it, it all just helps each other. And like, I don't feel it's the first time that I finally have that perspective 
where I don't really feel competitive. I mean, there's always those moments of weakness when I'm tired or hungry or hurt or cranky when I'm trying to project those and, you know, put a label on my feelings, but really just like go into a habit and, and say, oh, she got that gig or, oh, he got that gig or whatever, you know, everyone yeah. has those moments. It's human. But lately I really haven't been feeling that way because of Twitch, because of like, it's like you can broadcast yourself, you yeah. know, like that's pretty fucking cool. Especially in a time right now where like, it's hard to be around people you don't know. I love, I love that you're doing that. That's, that's cool. If, if, uh, yeah, people just like come together and it, I've, I've noticed like things have only worked when I'm creating like win, win, win situations. If there's, and like Twitch seems to be a good, uh, good thing for that. I, I do a lot of YouTube. Like, it's like, if I can create a win, 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 like you're, it's a value exchange, right? Like in its most basic form if everyone gets value, then everyone can like win. It's like really like, it's really that easy. That's if cool. if one of those parties is taking, then it doesn't, the, the math doesn't work out. But, I was going to ask you that earlier. Do you, do you have a, a, you have a YouTube channel? Do you stream live from there? Or like, what's your, what's your uh, shtick like? Yeah, typically I do. Um, I, I'd started doing it live, but uh, like just so many computer issues, it gets, um, it gets really annoying. So I do a, I would like record a set and then premiere it on YouTube. And I try to do that like once every probably three weeks. Cool. Like once I've like collected enough new music from like promos and everything, like try to get that, get that out. Um, and yeah, with that, you know, comes all the, all the funny visuals and the, <laughs> you all know, the dance, dancing by myself. <laughs> all the dj all the the digging through youtube videos yeah i dig play. through youtube so that's on one layer and then on the second layer is i just render like transparent uh transparent versions of myself just like dancing and i would just like put them like once every couple minutes they would just like show up how do you put I'm, this together like how do you make your visuals the iMovie or final cut pro i do after effects everything's oh, in after effects okay. and then and then um once everything's recorded uh, it's just much easier to put together all the different cameras and everything in uh, Premiere. So, but the visuals and everything, that's all done in After Effects. And if I have to do 3D things, like like 3D text or like moving things, like I do that in, uh, I do that in Cinema 4D. Cool. That's my go-to. So, yeah. I just use uh, Final Cut Pro. That's it. And then I've been using works, yeah. Resolume for live visuals, but Resolume, the effects are kind of crappy. I'm like, that's why I was asking you what you use because like the kaleidoscope, it's so boring. It's the same kaleidoscope. Every time I want to yeah, like on final cool. cut pro, you can shape the kaleidoscope. <laughs> like there goes yeah. hours of my week. I love it. Yeah. I mean, for, for live broadcasts, like sometimes like you're stuck to resolute, but people do make loops for it specifically. Right. Yeah. That's but, what I was going to um, start doing, but it just takes yeah. so much time. <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah it's one of those things you can have there are a lot of like visual artists that do do those things like i do that for uh certain djs and labels i work for like i make them like some loops and it's like it's always they always ask for a tunnel right like yeah, it's always something going through a tunnel like yeah yeah because then you can just loop it like indefinitely right and yeah like just on resolume you can just like change the color whatever you can also loop something on obs too which i just learned <laughs> that's a beast like i need to i need to, once i get a faster computer i need to conquer that beast <laughs> what computer do you have right now i have a 
have a MacBook Pro, but it's from like 2015. So it's starting to show its age a little bit. So um, there's a couple things you can do, actually. I've like totally learned this because I just had to buy a new computer because I had a computer from 09. Oh, wow. Oh, nine. <laughs> what a fuck. Anyways, uh, what's your storage like? Open up the Apple and look at the storage. Is there half of your storage taken up or like what what's all in your oh storage? no i got like i keep it at like 20 gigs left <laughs> like 20 so you keep it super open no no like it's like uh it's like always like 90 percent full like so that's that's the main reason why ram um like let's say number one like let's say you have a bunch of applications up that uses energy and then also like a live broadcasting so twitch if i have twitch up and i'm working on final cut pro forget it my computer's crashing forget mm. it it's like it can't handle it you can yeah. um render the files at different sizes so that when you edit them it won't make your computer move slow that i just learned this week and it's game changer like mm. i'm like oh okay so when you're editing it it's like kind of fuzzy like you're like this is no fun to edit but then like when you see it when you're done you're like okay this is worth it this is totally worth it um but yeah the the storage takes up so much ram of your computer especially if you don't have like a higher core processor you're fucked yeah yeah all right well yeah i gotta i've been meaning to clean all that stuff out it's just like over the years it, it adds up like even like little files like little like psds here and there well, and it's like i don't know about all the applications you use but on final cut pro it takes a fucking backup of every single high definition thing i had <laughs> 70 gigabytes 70 within but i just got the computer three months ago just back up. And I had already deleted those projects and they were still in there. And I was like, what the fuck? And I have 20 gigabytes of pictures. I'm like, I don't need all these fucking pictures. This is like mostly screenshots of my phone when I'm high. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. No? Yeah, exactly. So now I have like yeah. three terabytes open in my computer and it's like, it's like surfing wow. so fast now. I love yeah, it. That's, that's so much space. I came upstairs so and I was like, how's your day? And I was like, I feel like a new woman. I feel like I just cleaned out the cobweb from like my deepest, darkest corner. Like, this is the most amazing day ever. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sometimes I'll just buy a hard drive and just like move everything to that and just like hope nothing happens to it. But um this I have this. I don't know if you can see it. I have this one. It's six terabytes. Is that um that's fun? Is that a, a glyph drive? uh external hard drive i have no idea i got it when i was like desperate in los angeles when i had a i had literally uh like a two gigabyte computer <laughs> like in between <laughs> like i had no idea i was gonna be editing f footage or like streaming or anything and i was like i just need a computer to do my work on. i just need to make music and then all of a sudden my ableton projects were like crashing and my cpu was like pfft. And then uh, I was like, okay, I need a new computer. Like there's absolutely, like I fucked myself. I did not, I just didn't know what I was going to be doing. Shit. <laughs> when, when did you, when did you leave LA? So I left, so I lost obviously my job at like March 12th, which was like, uh, I worked at Warwick. Do you know that club? Oh yeah. <laughs> I did bottle yeah. service there. That's what like paid for me to like learn how to DJ and start traveling and DJing and stuff yeah yeah but it was good like that yeah was it was pretty high good profile nights warwick wednesdays yep yep <laughs> every fucking wednesday oh, um oh, and then yeah one of my old clients used to dj <laughs> dj Dion? yeah he's like a regular equal 
Dion Eagle? No, Balt Getty. Oh, I don't know he, him. He was, yeah, he was, he's been there for a while, but back in the day. That's and then and then what? And and then so I like op, like I was living on unemployment and I was like, okay, like what am I gonna do? Like my stimulus package is gonna like my stimulus was like my rent, you know. Mm. And then um, I was like running out of money in like July or something. And I talk about this on the podcast, but I'll tell you now because it's fucking cool. I was like literally like I need to find or I need to like make like you know fifteen hundred dollars and pay for my rent. Like I'm tripping right now. Like what am I gonna do? Like like no plan plan. And I like got this spell book a while ago. And so I like took out the spell book and I like anointed this candle and I was like, like putting and like straight fucking witch, like straight fucking witch. Like, and I was like, I was like, this candle is going to burn and like the money is going to come to me. And like, and like later, like that day, that same day I found $2,000 and and I, and it paid for my rent. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the universe like has my back. Like it was like straight, just- <laughs> straight witch. I'm not even kidding. And people were with me. People were with me. And I was like, I was like shouting on the street. It's like, is this anybody's like, no, it was, what? that was my, I didn't even feel guilty taking it because I was like, that was for me. Like that, that or, like Satan me. just like Venmo you real quick. <laughs> like, what? That's just, like, what's up, Mary dropping. Thank you for the sub girl. Do you have any questions for boombox we're over here having the time of our lives i love it <laughs> and oh dj damage said cool beats 100 we all have our purpose and something to contribute in which feels right to us 100 and just said Hell how yeah. far it reaches are you in what is that is that the uk are you in the uk jester anyways uh but yeah, so then I was like, okay, well, that's probably not going to happen again. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do with myself because what do, you, I don't... what do you mean you found it though? Like it was just like chilling on the street. Like what? Yeah. What? $2,000 in cash and a rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's I've insane. never been in that. And I had never been in that location before either. So it was like, wow. I, and, and get this. So I was with my friend, right? He didn't know I did the spell. And I was like, I need to have a cigarette right now. And he was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know why I just said that. And then I was like, I need to, I need to hear the sounds of outside. I said that I never said that before. It just came out of my mouth. Like, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, I'm not trying to promise you that you'll, this will happen to you, but if you truly have faith, if you can like exude the frequency of belief in yourself and that you will be taken care of no matter what, no matter if you don't have a fucking home, you don't have food. Like if you can just like know that you will be counted on, like the universe will provide. And that hundred percent agree with that. It's, it's, it's hard to not get dolled up in this like future and past situation where your ego wants to like put a label or judge or understand. But then like when you're present, you know, like when you're super like, okay, like, yeah, this is all that matters. This is what's in front of me. Wow. I'm so grateful. Like ah, I, get, I get to do this. I don't have to do this. You know, it's that it's an energy thing. It feels different. That's a good, that's a good way of looking at it. I like, I get to do this. Yeah. If you can like feel lucky and grateful, then like, yeah, universe got your back, you know? And if things are sucking right now, then, you know, it's, it's for a reason. It's only meant to build you up and it'll, it'll, it'll come back around like it's funny because like lately I've been like I've been like really happy and very inspired and super like motivated 
but like my heart has been feeling super heavy and like heartbroken. And I just like wonder, like, you know, does time heal these things? Like, is it more of just like a choice? Like, what do you feel like? What, what, what's your experience like with dealing with like heartache or emotional, um, baggage? Um, it's, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is hard, like in the moment and yeah, just gotta, I, I would just remind myself like why I'm doing what I'm doing or, you know, like you, uh, like you can like talk, I like talk to myself in the mirror. Like, like this has happened for a reason. It sucks right now, but you're going to get through it. It's building you up. Like I had, um, uh, like last week, my, my grandma passed from COVID, which was devastating. Right. Like it was like wow. those couple days were just sucked. And, but like, it made me like access, like a part of myself, like I'd been neglecting for years, you know? like really asking myself like how I felt about it and yeah like I'm feeling better now and but I, I noticed that this like new kind of sense of purpose like little sense of energy like you know I can like like hear it in the music like feel it in like you know what I'm doing day to day and like doing my videos and everything um she's with and you. Yeah. Yeah. I can like, I, I feel that, you know, and I, there was like, um, yeah, like the first day it sucked. And then the second day, like, I like went outside, like long ass walk, like, you know, like six hours, just like looked at the stars. I was like, I, you know, I said, I said, what's up? Like, I know, I know, I know you're here. Like you got my back. I got your back. Like it's a, it's all like, there's like a give and receive energy in the universe. Like one thing goes, another thing comes. And it's all cycled and it's all recycled. And so it's nothing like, it's nothing I would feel upset over that I should feel like bad over. It's, it's just like a reminder of, um, you know, what can happen like that. Um, we're all going to be there eventually. So we just got to make the most of it now. And uh, yeah, just like live as well as you can. I love that you chose to use the word remind because it's like, did you forget? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to remember it. Like, yeah. Yourselves. Yeah. Hard to remind yourselves when your energy isn't prime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a show on Netflix called surviving death. You should watch the first episode because I bet you, you would, you would feel way more connected to her. Mm. Surviving death. What do you think happens when we die? I, I think I do love, um, a very, I have a scientific approach to like a, a lot of things. Like I, I love diving deep on like, you know, like astrophysics and like learning about that stuff. But for certain things, it's just, you can't exact, you can't explain it. It's it, certain things have to remain like a feeling. And what I feel is that it, it's an energy that's recycled in some way. Like, like I, I know, like my grandma's like a super positive like person, right? So I know that a really positive person was just born. And, you know, now it's their turn to contribute to the world. 
Mm. Something like that. I don't know if it's like full, fully into like reincarnation territory, like the way like certain religions believe it. Mm. But I think there is some kind of like energy that's recycled. We're all part of some kind of collective consciousness. Yeah. You After you watch that episode, you've got to text me and tell me what you think. I'm dying right. to hear what I'm, you think because it's like, it's good. I got my parents to watch it and they don't like, or, or my dad doesn't really like watching documentaries because, you know, when he gets home from work, he wants to like relax and like not use his brain. But I'm like, I like, I was like, we don't have to watch this, but it's just like, I just started it really quick and they loved it. It's surviving it's, death. Yeah. Surviving death on Netflix. The first episode is like the most powerful one. And then it gets into like mediumship, which is like kind of, you know, intense to watch. It's like, do you believe in ghosts? What does that look like for you? I personally believe like, like there could be entities that stick around with maybe unfinished business, but like, I also like, I'm not really sold, but like, I don't know. And I will never know unless I do some research, which I just won't. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. (laughs) You know, It's still good to get perspective. Yeah. 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 Like, I feel like I'm not against trying that and I don't think it's like hocus pocus. But I also like yeah. can't really describe what I believe either, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's a comfort in saying or there should be a comfort in saying like, I don't know. That's the whole point, right? Like if we had everything figured out, like what's the point of living, right? <laughs> like you're supposed to que- you're supposed to question it all and you're supposed to have or just not have answers to certain things. Like that's, that's part of like what makes us human, you know? So I'm like, I'm definitely witchy. We've been over this. Like I say, I like make little like intentions or like spells. I like, I call them intentions, but they're definitely spells. And wait, I'm actually not sure. I'm not sure if they're up yet. Let me check. Oh no. Did it? It is up. Whoosh. What the hell? Hold on. Did it just? Oh, it could be my computer. Hold on. Can you guys still hear us? Oh no, they can still hear us. Sorry, my um, my Twitch thing went down and I thought that they just lost all that. It's recording anyways, and I can put it back up, but I was just like, ah. Anyways, so mm-hmm. it shows up now. Can you show me the money spell? <laughs> it's more <laughs> of like a feeling thing, but I anointed a candle <laughs> with my favorite perfume. And I was like, this perfume is going to bring me the juiciest of things. And then I carved, <laughs> I'm fucking witchy. I carved like a little money single and this the green little candle and I burned it. And as it was burning, I was like, just like putting so much energy into it. And that's it. That's all I did. That was a, that was a spell. Um, but anyway, so this, this little oh. moon emoji, I'm about to put it in the chat um on the on the new moon i like did some heavy like both days it was like 48 hours i was like doing some heavy self work journaling crazy i'm like okay 2021 like you're about to be 30 this year like what do you want the chapter of your 30s to be what will you not accept like let's fucking put this down because in my 20s you know there was like a lot of things that i wasted a lot of time i wasted a lot of energy um i was really mean to myself And I also was not the coolest to everyone sometimes. And like, I don't, I mean, I do, I I do regret that. And I don't want to regret anything in my thirties. Like, you know, after thirties, like it's the latter half of your life, you know what I'm saying? No, no. I'm saying like, you know, the beginning of your life, the youthful energy, like you, you only get older. So like, I really wanted to 
do something cool. So with this little moon thing that I just put up and this moon emote, I like put so much energy into it. And I was like, okay, every time somebody uses this, like I did a little good in the world, like I'm healing people and I'm healing myself. And like that, that spell is going to transcend no matter how long this emote is up. Like every time it's pressed, it's just going to be like, love, love, love. So like, you know, I think that, yeah, I like that too. I'm a fucking witch. I can't help it. (laughs) Um, But I think that like the more like intention that you can have that like brings good to you, but also like good to like other people. I think that the universe does wonders into making that happen. So like, I think the universe knew that like this money only goes into equipment to like share things that inspire me and only goes like, I only spend my money. I don't buy clothes. Like I buy, I buy cords and I buy frequencies. And I'm like, you know, I think that if you have pure intentions, like karma will come back to you. Yeah. If the purpose is there, it can't be a purpose. That's like about you. It can't be a purpose that's like, you know, serving you only and like, I I wish this, I wish that. Like, it's got to be something about like all of us. And then it, and then it works out. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you know, had like, what, I'm like eight years deep in this music journey. Like, only in the past, you know, year, it's been uh, like really started to get it. Like, oh, like everyone, everyone has to win. And, and then the good things start happening to me. So, yeah, I don't know what that is. And I don't, I, I almost don't want to label it because it's like, it's like this forced. <laughs> I feel like it's connection to matter. I feel like it's connection to energy. Like we all exude energy. Like that's mm-hmm. how we live. We, we receive energy and we give energy like constantly, like you can actually measure that. So if like, that's why I always say, like, if you're trying to manifest, like every cell on your body is eavesdropping on your mind. Right. And that is producing the frequency that comes out. So if you can ignite more cells, more matter of your body with the intention, like it's probably going to happen. It's probably going to come back to you. So it's like, you know, the more you can, like for me, some days, like I'm fucking negative. Like sometimes I have to check myself thousands of times. Like my parents, they'll see me doing some weird shit. Like I'll be like, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just like, I don't want to live there anymore. I don't want to be that negative anymore. And it's my job. Nobody else's responsibility to like, make me happy to make sure I'm okay. But like, for some reason, like, I just like made this habit where I'm like blaming someone else for making me feel shitty. It's like, who cares if he doesn't like you? Who cares if he doesn't call you back? Good riddance. Like yeah. you don't need to fucking wallow and be like, poor me, like yeah. call yeah. me. It's like, it's not benefiting you or anyone around you. It's wasting your life. It just makes everything worse. Yeah. And when you say it, it makes it real too. Like when you say like, like I'm, I'm like, I'm nervous, like, or I'm scared or I'm like, whatever. Then like, it actually like happens. You know, there's like the power of your words. You know, if you can shift it be like i'm happy you you can lie and say i'm happy i feel great today i'm excited for this like then it ends up better yeah and there's duality in everything like you can find a positive that isn't a lie you know like like let's say you got to do something you don't want to do you're like i want to do this like lie to yourself you could be like i'm excited that i have the opportunity to get to do this because that's not a lie 
but it's like yeah. a loophole, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You shift the, you shift the perspective and then it, and then it works. It's like, yeah, that's so true. Um, no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Do you uh, ever experiment with hallucinogenics or plant medicines? I, <laughs> I, uh, when I was living in Ukraine, I was telling about the really cool clubs. We would always take half a tab, like before we go to the club, it was like the perfect thing. <laughs> like I would just connect, I would just connect to everyone. I would just be like on the dance floor, just like this vibe. And I would just like, look at someone and they'll be like, Oh, I know you. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I know you. <laughs> and then we would just be like best friends. But that's just like, that's like service level stuff. Like I, uh, I, I like acid a lot for, um, for self-work like it's been a few years since i've like really like just sat down and like done it like by myself and just try to like learn some shit but i did that with shrooms a couple of years ago um i was still living here in la and i was like kind of like it's kind of unhealthy like i was pretty overweight i was like not like the best to everyone like i was like kinda, i guess like angry from like my job but um it was like me and my friend we went to the beach we uh we took some shrooms watched the sunset and you know when you can like see yourself from above like see yourself from the outside I was like looking at myself like laying on that beach and I was thinking like man this guy's kind of an asshole like let's change some things next day like I was on my shit like I just, just like working out started eating healthy started like being like grateful like good to people like uh did a bunch of things differently with my with my job um you know i don't know, lost like 40 pounds like i was like killing it right wow and then i come home like see my parents like wow what happened to you i was like Took some did, did some yeah did some drugs sorry <laughs> like, <laughs> i always send my friend funny videos and i was like doing some drugs <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like totally making fun of it because i do like I, I feel like if I'm doing substances, it's intentional, you know, like yeah. I'm like, this is going to bring me this. And yeah. I, and when you make, I'm telling you, this is crazy, but I swear to you, if you are old enough and you were doing this safely, if you try this, I swear it is like next level. Like the, it makes the tiniest bit of substance thousand bit bigger. It makes you feel it so much more. And if you don't have an intention. I feel, I truly feel that like certain drugs, if you are doing it unintentional, can open a portal to like spirits and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel that way. It's just an intuitional thing. I I feel you. It's, um, it's also when it's done, like I never do, I never do drugs to like cope, you know, even like drinking a beer or whatever. Like if I'm feeling shitty, like I, I know, I know that path. Cause I've seen a lot of like friends like go, go down that. And so whenever I do drugs, it's like, because, um, I already feel good. And this, this night or day is already like epic. I will like, this will only add to that. And when the intention of, I intend to like learn this about myself or learn this about, you know, this, this, Lower this about myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it can't be, um, you know, just because, yeah. So the last yeah. time I took acid, I had a bad trip and I talk about it on one of the episodes. It was so intense. But the time before that, 
it was great. I did it by myself for the first time. And that was really crazy to like, watch like where, like the first thing I was like, okay, now what do I do with myself? And I'm like, wow, I'm like, I do not know what to do with myself. Like this mm-hmm. is so interesting. And then I ended up like listening to the vinyls and like getting in there and like looking at the, the little needle that connects, you know, when you do that with your eyeballs work, they work better. They work better. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you, I could see the electricity hitting the grooves slow-mo. I could fucking <sighs> zoom in that close. If you ever do acid, I strongly suggest looking at the vinyl player. It's insane. Damn. Like it was like, and I was just like, how do I, I got it on video, but you can't really tell what I'm doing. I was like, <laughs> the video probably looks ridiculous. I was, <laughs> ridiculous I, was in a, I was like in one of those like camper vans. And I had it on a tripod because I was I was filming the vinyl for visuals for a project that I was like putting over uh, like my DJ set. And I like wanted like the vinyl porn, you know, and I was like, how do I explain this? How do I how do I how do I it's like constantly, constantly rediscovering myself? Wait, what? I was like, oh, my God, life. I'm constantly rediscovering self. And I was like shocked by this, like ever-changing shape that just like just like that's what it is it's like you're rediscovering your constant just like you said you're you're recycling energy yeah so i don't know i think hallucinogenics can be good for exploring um truth and exploring yeah because it's hard to be truthful to yourself sometimes we get so much pressure from society and everything we get so much like day-to-day lives and jobs and all that it we're so disconnected from nature especially if you know you live in a city um and we're we're just we're just apes with less hair you know like we just we need to be out there and hallucinogenics kind of help us get a little closer to what we used to be and uh feel like yeah if it is a I haven't had an experience with a bad trip except for weed, which is why I stopped. Like weed, if I get like a little too high, like I'll I'll go insane. Like just thought tunnel, like all the way all the way down. But I feel like those things. I was thinking about it recently, or maybe it was like some podcast. Like they're saying um, the bad trips suck, but they're there to teach you something. You know, and you come out like knowing something a little more about yourself, like or realign kind of like what's important. Um, like the guy was, I forget who I was, it might've might just been like Joe Rogan talking about DMT or whatever, but like he was saying, uh, it made him like really like miss his kids. And so, you know, coming out of that, it was like, yeah, like spend more time with my kids noted, you know, like it's like, it helps realign. Have you ever done DMT? No, I have. No, I, I, I want to try it. I have like Thoughts. three or four times and each time is very different. Mm. Um, I, the time that I blasted off, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you get a hero's dose, Mm. I, I definitely was in another realm that was like mostly shapes and stuff. But like afterwards, I felt like I finally understood what we are all one viscerally felt like for the first time. Like I just like, I felt like energy was all encompassing like this rock, this phone, this, whatever, the floor, the, your soul, you know, like it's just all one thing that like 
moves and 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 picks up light and yeah it's hard to explain but like it also made me feel so unconditionally loving to myself and to everyone like I just was so much more like right after it happened two times right after it happened I was just like I could not be upset with anyone. Like I could not take anything personally. I mean, obviously that wore away and I'm still like, you know, I can chip away at that. I'm not perfect. But for like a month after it was like, you know, like sassiness or bitchiness or whatever kind of energy at me. And I was just like, like, send you love, baby. Send you love. Damn. No thing. It really affected me. And okay, my favorite time doing acid or not acid, uh, DMT. I was at Burning Man, and this other DJ, Ryan Fontana. Shout out to Ryan. Uh, we were we were on, or maybe he doesn't want me to say his name. Maybe I should bleep that out. Whatever, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he go. I'll ask him. Whatever. He probably doesn't care. And he comes. He's like, you want some? You know, it's like. I'm like, like about to say yes. He's like, there's two rules. I'm like, okay, like what are these rules? He's like, rule number one, you got to do more than you think. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> rule number two, you got to do full 360 at the dance floor. And I think we were at Mind Warrior at this point and it was sunrise. And I was like, yeah, okay. I did. First time, didn't do enough. He was right. Got to listen to the rules. Got to listen to the rules. Second time. <laughs> did it it was like okay this is how to to describe it I every every like you know inch I turned I could see the back of people's faces I could see their head but I could feel their their faces from 50 fucking feet away like it was like it was like all encompassing the energy of hundreds of people I could I knew it was like I was there over there like right in front of them it was insane. It was the most beautiful, authentic dance floor situation I ever had. It was really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. How long did it feel like you're like once you once you did it? Um, did time slow down. Times feel like I mean when you're having fun, times feel like it speeds up. But that's mm-hmm. like all a Burning Man. You blink and it's over, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to go back to life. True. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, especially in an isolated thing like that did you have you gone to Burning Man no no I hear all about it but no I haven't gone yeah it's magical it's my favorite place to DJ yeah I really hope it opens up this year it doesn't look like it but I mean I mean like we're saying it's all built up to something something else you know yeah yeah after every plague there's a renaissance that's what I'm excited for yeah if it's not this year, 2022 is going to be fucking wild. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to, I want to do like, did you forget tours and like take artists and like do tours around and like throw like pop-up parties, you know? Hell yeah. Isn't that cool? Like, I, I feel like, I feel like the whole traveling the world thing is way more my shtick than like being a resident somewhere. Like I want to go mm-hmm. everywhere. I don't want to just be in one spot yeah but like live in nature <laughs> i feel that well yeah i guess how are you gonna do that going airport to airport you mean because of covid <laughs> <laughs> no like once 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 we're able to travel again uh 
then yeah, I'll just go airport to airport. I love fucking traveling. I love it. I, I went on tour for my second EP and I went on, it was only a three flight tour, but I felt like the coolest human in the world. When was, you're on the plane, you, you put your sunglasses on and be like, <laughs> no, I was so get this. So I was going from Denver for my gig at standard standard bar to Miami where I had, I forget where I played, uh, but I had this gig. I was on the tarmac for three hours, mm. an hour late to my performance. I was like, literally headphones on literally crunch in the middle chair <laughs> and like making this song and everybody's like because like the whole plane can like you know everybody's stuck there for three hours they can see me like you know how you lose three hours easy and, and they're like wow yeah. you didn't like pop up or take a break and you're just you they're like you must be famous i'm like no <laughs> nobody he's like i'm sure my kids would know you i'm like nobody knows me trust me <laughs> trust me i'm not famous i'm just making this song and actually that song was on uh the next EP that I had out on Fantastic Voyage. So that was cool to like make okay. most of it on the plane, you know? That was like such a cool moment. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like up. it's easier for me to work in front of people. Do you feel like that? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like stream, like if I have like an idea or uh, like want to get an idea, but like keep like bullshitting around, like reorganizing my samples or whatever. <laughs> like, I was just like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to go live on Instagram or on uh, TikTok or whatever, make a song. And then, yeah, it helps like the pressure. They're like, oh, like people comment like, oh, that sounds good. Like, that sounds, yeah, pick so that soon. Is that yeah. streaming live on YouTube or Instagram? What do you think? That was, it, it's just experiments. There would just be like half hour to an hour long. I'd just put it on, no plan or whatever on TikTok. Oh. TikTok. You TikTok can go live on tif TikTok? Yeah, it's like it's huge. It like helps it helps the videos grow, but also people can directly donate, which what? is awesome. Yeah, you get like you get some donations. Cool. Yeah, really good. Like Instagram doesn't have that, but sometimes yeah, I just go live on Instagram and do the same thing. You should get into Twitch. I'm surprised you don't have an account. Yeah, I I need to. It was um I do have an account and I tried. I would like restream my like YouTube sets like on Twitch, uh -huh. but then I noticed uh, Twitch recently started like cracking down on like DJ sets, so like it would mute like half of my set, like at least the recording of it. Yeah, so that's what that's why people do live as opposed to pre-recorded because they don't mm -hmm. have time. They, live, it's it's good, but then then it like gives them the lure to like be there live. Yeah, I went through a similar thing. Like I just used my Twitch for like reposting like those pre-recorded like cool visual sets I would make. And then, um, yeah, I just was kind of like the thought of playing like live all the time was like the scariest thing. So I was like, I have to do this. I just have to yeah. do it. Like, this is, it's like, if I don't, if, if I like want to like grow and now it's crazy, like it's just like in my schedule to like get that much new music every week. But before it was like, I just did it for gigs, you know? Like I would just get new music for gigs. But now because I yeah. play every week, it's just like implemented. So it, yeah, I feel yeah. like, it, I feel like it makes you better when you play like that. For sure. For sure. I feel that you feel the pressure, you know, Justin said, I feel like when life is a bit lost or I'm sorry, life is lost. It transcends into energy. It's a force in my life for sure. Have you had a moment where someone who you lost contributed energy into a set that feels tangible? The question is for both of you. And then Josh said, Typical Miami, stuck somewhere at some time. 
Jester said, whoa, after I did DMT, there was no way I could have walked around anywhere and, and, and exhaled. I was on my way and tripped for like five minutes before I slowly came back. <laughs> that sounds like a scary trip. Fuck. Yeah, I, I really want to try it. Like, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. Or like, you know, you need like a friend to do it with you. Yeah, you have to have. Schedules don't work out. It's got to be like in a safe area and like you have to have someone watching you to make make sure you're okay. Yeah. Hmm. But what about the life force in the set? Have you felt that way? Mm, I haven't. It just, I want to, but I haven't had the uh, experience quite because the only, the only time I've lost someone was, like I said, last week. But then, since then, the only set I've done was uh, that back-to-back with Justin, and which was like, Epic. I mean, you saw it. it had, it had, yeah, it had really good energy, right? We just like vibed, like just, like played, like danced, like that was really really sick. Yeah. So um, yeah, I got to got to. I didn't, I didn't like try to think about like channeling it, the energy, but just the playing the music live. And um, like being there, especially like with another person, like it made me feel a lot better. Like I felt almost completely different, like coming out of it than going into it. Just just being able to like jam on some music, dance around, you know, and then have other people also experience that. Like that's like a big, uh, that's a big, it's a big factor, but I do hope to, It'll be it'll be like this for at least another couple months, probably this year. But I hope when live shows do come back, um, like I haven't played live in front of people in so long, so I don't quite remember that feeling the way like you probably do. So I do hope that when those shows come back, like I can, you know, I can I can dive deep and just like really bring that out again because there's like a that's the part of me that just wants to share that with other people like so bad like i want to be like in front of people like just me dancing and they're dancing and they're dancing because i'm dancing and i'm dancing because they're dancing and it's just, like one big one big party like that's you know that's like really what i want so yeah. i know exactly what you mean my favorite sets are like even though don't get me wrong i love the big sets i love them like i'm not i'm calling them in all the time but like some of my favorite sets ever have been like in front of nobody and like me just playing like as long as I want and just like mm. taking that journey, you know? And I think that, uh, when I started the channel to, to answer your question, the forces, every time I make a theme, that theme inspires the way I dig that theme inspires the way, like what instruments I use, if I'm singing or like playing the bass or like it mm. inspires like way I mix, like usually before I like when I first started DJing I would plan everything I'd be so nervous I would just plan every little detail like Mm. down to the T my first like maybe 10 gigs like that and then I realized that there were certain songs that like didn't land the way I wanted them to and I it was oh man that would kill me I'd be like oh I would just be so hard on myself and so, yeah, so, yeah, you don't plan them anymore, right? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, like you'll see good. me, you'll see me on, on the deck, literally listen to like 13 songs before I choose one, like, like running out of the song. I'm like, I'm not going to, yeah. not this time. Oh, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then, but yeah, like, I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like it kind of, um, it, it goes into the layer of telling a story as opposed to just playing music. Like I'm playing music for sure. The music is number one, but like, what about what transcends after you are done playing like that story transcends you know yeah how it evolves how that's like a roller coaster and you know yeah like what's it gonna tell you tomorrow when you're by yourself and you're thinking about it what are you thinking about yeah it's it's making you feel something you know yeah (laughs) that's what i like too so much in sets and i guess it is different when i'm you know just in my room doing it in front of my green screen versus in a live environment but i love to just go up and down bpms like go through several different genres and everything just because it, it really does evolve i always start it slow and it has to like warm up into it and then you know like you saw in the justin set we just go into like 170 bpm and then like bring it back down no and then i played after you and i was like what do I do with this like how do I reset this nothing was good enough I was tripping I was trying to pick a song while you were playing I was like oh my god what the I was like I made a playlist with like 80 tracks and I was like this is gonna be the best set ever the first half of that playlist I was like this is not working like this is not good enough oh no no it was good it was good it was good I I opened with that new loco die song that was like oh oh you fucking talking you know what I'm talking about it was like it was like good but it it was like intimate i was like starting to get nervous because i was like fuck like nothing is sounding good but like that's why live is so cool because like your set really inspired the way i played and guess what that was the set that most people texted me after and they were like wow Mm. tonight was like something real magical like that was special as fuck and i was like hell yeah (laughs) cool like sweet and that's so good to hear you know, it's like one of those nights where you go outside of the playlist that you made and you're like going into old playlists and searching like that, yeah. ne- like that rarely happens to me. Usually I just stick to the playlist I made and like play around in there. Yeah. 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 I, I try to do that. It's the only, the only hard part about that is the, um, is in, in these sets because it's only me that's why I try to give so much like background, like, uh, like distractions. Cause when it's only me and you know, I'm going through, like you said, like 13 different songs and like trying to like see which one fits it ends up. The video is not like me dancing or like the people dancing. It's just like me, like <laughs> on my, on my screen, just like twisting the knob. And it's just, it's just so lame to look at, <laughs> or at least when I look at myself, I don't know uh, if anyone else like has like such critique as I do, but, um yeah that's why like I used to plan things out like you because I like being in control and but letting go of that and just making sure that my playlists and folders are very organized so that I know like if I see like a response from a crowd that's like not it's like one way like I can like quickly find the perfect song for that next thing or you know if i'm on doing my green screen sets it's like whatever song i just played i can like piggyback off that and go into like another thing you can't do that while planning it so it's just you know how you feel in the moment yeah playing so, yeah. playing like planning it brings like a character you know it brings like it brings like a planned character i think if it's 
if it's yeah if you're performing as an artist versus like djing for people mm -hmm. i guess like if it's, it's kind of like curating an album right if you, you want to tell a story start to finish mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and it has these like ups and downs like yeah that that's like very planned like some people work on an album for 10 years like for that reason um but yeah i don't know it's just it depends on the set i guess like that's like the easiest way to put it yeah right? yeah like as djs at the end of the day we're we're in service to others like it, we provide a service we're the, we're the curators of the dance floor and you know we want people to experience things right so they dictate kind of it's almost like yeah their experience dictates like what i'm gonna play mm -hmm. and um yeah it's crazy because i know what that feels like to tap into that energy i know what you're talking about but like it, it's different because on twitch like it's just a chat but like mm. you still tap into that energy and i'm like how can i feel these people that i don't even know what they look like i don't even know where they are in the world how can i pick up on that like i could i picked up on that like after you guys played i was like every single i don't know if, like you watch it at all but like every single in between song it was like minimum eight tracks i was like mm, i can come back to that one Mm, it's not good enough and i was like but like i listened to them the next day like driving to the mountain i'm like this is sick and i'm like yeah. why did i play this track and i'm like this morning or yesterday morning at like you know five in the morning by myself driving to the mountain i'm like wow like i was tapped into the, an energy that was informing what was what, what i was playing like what was that and you can only explain it because it's in the moment it's like how you feel in that very moment you can't yeah <laughs> it's yeah, so that's, weird that's the beautiful thing about what we do i, I fucking love it <laughs> what are some other favorite things about producing and, and djing that that you're like that's my favorite i love it when that happens <laughs> <laughs> uh well i mean the the standard thing is like just getting that perfect transition no matter what like that's like like if it like works with the song like so well and you're like oh so, yeah third, yeah DJ third song <laughs> yeah like if it's like when you like almost create a new song because of the just sublime transition you had like and it's sometimes only you would notice it too but uh, it just feels it just feels really good there's that know, like some people people like look at you they're like like, why are they getting so hyped for, the, for that exact thing? It's like, yeah, I just fucking made something. <laughs> you had a moment like that with Justin, I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember specifically there was a, there was, like, it would be, like, playing an electro track, going into, like, a techno track. And sometimes what I like to do is um, I I, keep, I don't, like, immediately, like, fade out of the next one. I, I keep it in for, like, a bit longer than I should. Um you know the outgoing track but then i would do like a like a manual side chain like 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 duck it and it like created almost like a. New... I love that moment that was one of my yeah. favorite bits of the set it's funny <laughs> that you brought that up yeah yeah shout out to justin man such a such a such a legend <laughs> he's such a ball of love that one he's the yeah. least judgmental most giving kind human being i've ever met yeah and an absolute sensei, like, like would Very just good. come in and just go into like full, almost like professor mode and just like, just drop wisdom. It's like, oh, damn. I was like, hold on, my head hurts a little bit. Hang on. <laughs> like, but, and for what reason, right? What's he getting out of it? Like, 
Like I, I love the giver. He loves giving. Yeah, it's just awesome. Everyone wins. Yeah. It's really. Um. Yeah. So that's been good. So <laughs> hopefully we do some more BTBs like those, like that. Yeah, seriously. I know. I like miss physical B2Bs. I've been playing like on Twitch by myself and then like having a guest come on, which is amazing and such a vibe. And I love having people's like vibe on, but like, I would love to like actually play back to back with somebody. Like I miss that. Yeah. Well, anyone, anyone in Colorado, you can have over to like, just (laughs) my friend Jay, actually, I was supposed to say Thursday. I'm supposed to FaceTime him after this. Yeah. I'll FaceTime him. Um, he's an incredible producer. He produces underground shit. He's a really cool DJ. He used to just been vinyl, which is really cool. I love vinyl DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I just got a DMJA. Is that what they're called? It's like an only CD player, CDJ. Oh. <laughs> I'm like waiting for it in the mail. I'm so excited to like spin some CDs from when I was like 16 years old. Damn. You still have all those like burned, like most of them like, are Napster and uh was it firefly or limewire 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 yeah crash my computer yeah. yeah and then you like play the song you wanted it's like like limbiscuit.mp3 and then like you play it it's like uh my fellow americans i did not they're <laughs> like dj Khaled or like yeah you're listening to the exclusive <laughs> yeah it would just be so fucked up just download every virus possible no really but like i found i was recently at my parents house and i found um like a lot of those like cds like i used to like make like mixtape like little mixtapes like burn mixes and play them in the house like that's how i got into DJing in the first place we just play them in the house me and my dad would just dance in the living room right but those i guess that was like 15 more than 15 years ago i burned those cds and I found them, right, with, like, my handwriting on them and everything, like, you know, Bass Hunter, like, all that. And I'm wondering, they probably don't work, right? There's, like, a no, they probably they, they probably do work. And you should definitely, if you're not going to use them, send them to me. <laughs> By the way, uh, P- uh, I'm calling all CD holders. Send me CDs. I will give you a P.O. box and send me all your CDs because I will play them in my sets. I can't wait. I'm obsessed just because like I don't know like the reason that you put something on a CD like that is a story even if it doesn't sound good you know yeah like my friend uh from high school my friend Joey oh Joey I miss him um he used to burn me underground rap so I have so much underground rap like 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 a hustler and like common oh common's pretty common but (laughs) um and uh nipsey hustle and like uh well he's not very underground either <laughs> napster gang for life um and who else was on there uh andre nicotina you know andre nicotina mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm a rapper but i'd rather be a killer whale wait wait how does that go maybe <laughs> oh i'm a pisces but i'd rather be a killer whale man this is a good uh, old days from high school I don't know. <laughs> you got to look him up. Andre, do you like rap? Some people don't like rap. Uh, I, I'll i get, like, if I'm trying to get hype, I'll listen to hype stuff. But otherwise, uh, I'm not in tune with it as, a, as much as I should be. I mean, I, I, I definitely don't really listen to it anymore either. But I guess I just started listening to it because of, uh, because they're in my car, my CDs. 
<laughs> so I she even, used to work pointing well a lot of them are scratched up because they all have been in one thing so i haven't been taking care of them you know like they're yeah. a lot of them are like there's certain songs that like a couple of seconds play and then none of the rest of the song which just like kills me because they're like good songs but start skipping i i think i'm gonna ask my dad if i feel like his computer can burn cds i'm like yo yeah it could be worth a shot only because I was reading somewhere that like CDs have like a lifespan, like the data on it, because it's like digitally, and yeah, maybe like a hundred uh, years. Like, <laughs> you think? I mean, I don't know. I made those CDs back in two thousand seven. And they work. Yeah, they work. They, I mean, th- unless they're scratched. Right. But like vinyls. Yeah. I mean, definitely heat and dust and stuff plays into them, but vinyls are like forever kind of. Yeah, they'll last. if they're preserved, they last. Um, cassettes, you know, like having it on film. There was a That's bar a in uh, Los Angeles that just played like DJ cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> like on the cassette decks? Yeah, yeah seriously. So, so OG. I know. God, I can't wait for those things to open again. Well, <laughs> Do you guys have any more questions? Uh, I'm going to ask the last question. So if you have any, I'll ask it after. So <laughs> Tally Hughes said, yeah, CDs can live for a couple hundred years if they if they aren't that scratched up. Let's see. Yeah. It's right. kind of well, like prescription good. drugs. Prescription drugs have a live shelf too, but like, mm, I feel like they weren't. I'm just saying. <laughs> like that's a ploy to buy them again. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, like find some lewds from like the 60s. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be fucking epic. I took play lewd one time. <laughs> Never done it. I'm curious, but. <laughs> uh, I took them at Burning Man and uh, it was a very um, esoteric vibe. Like I was just like melting into presence. It was really cool. Damn. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, all the, the question is the same for all my guests, which is, you know, if you could talk to a younger you or just a youth in general, what would your advice be? What do you, what do you want them to not forget when you want to remind everyone for the rest of your life? (laughs) I would say, I would say just like, just nurture the kid in you because it's so easy to get lost in like the adult life which the whole adult thing it's it's such bullshit no one knows what they're doing and if they like try to come off as that they know what they're doing like they're just lying and like it's just something i've like learned over over the recent years and um so when i do anything creatively i always i try to like remember like the kid in me that was like out in the backyard like banging sticks together like pretending it was like an army or whatever like like that kind of energy is so so important anything creative and you know it's uh yeah just so important to always feel like a kid <laughs> Jester um, said that, like, make it till you make it <laughs> <laughs> take it till you make it yeah i don't know about that <laughs> um yeah it's yeah just being just channeling that inner kid it's just helped me whenever Whenever I can truly like access that, it's just always brought a great time, whether it's like meeting someone or connecting with like a bunch of people in a live environment or like, um, or just making something awesome on my computer that uh, 
connected with at least one other person. It's been from me just goofing around like a like I was like eight years old, you know. And like I gotta like just never like never stop making jokes. And I only say that because there was like a couple years after college. It was like towards the end of college, and then a couple years after college, that like I I wanted I I wanted to be like super adult, like I had my shit together, have a briefcase, and wear a tie or whatever, and just like yeah, I'm so adult, so cool, like I have a credit card, like you know, go buy shots for the clients, like like fuck that, you know. Now I'm just like back to being. Now I'm like less mature than I was like five years ago. <laughs> less mature or not taking things that don't matter too seriously that you seem matter. pretty emotionally mature to me i don't know you that, that well but that part that part yeah that's been um yeah that's been a process it's only been improving you know taking care of my body taking care of my mind but yeah just like the kid part it's so so crucial so i you know i would tell that to myself like don't grow up just be be ridiculous it's the only thing that separates you from all the drones that we meet in our day-to-day you know so yeah my grandpa was actually kind of like that he's like such to this day just such a such a joker like always just has like these jokes and just kidding around with every everyone and everything nothing is serious like everything's like a complete joke and he's just like happy you know so i love that try to bring some of that goofy grandparents are the best yeah (laughs) um we kind of answered this earlier but i can i can ask them again uh what are justin asked what are you what are you put into the putting into the world recently your next cool ass thing (laughs) my next sorry my next what he said what are you putting into the universe recently your next cool ass thing and i mean Uh, you kind of answered that earlier but you can have a different answer if you want (laughs) or the same and plus another one just in general, just more, more good vibes, more positivity, definitely what, definitely what we all need right now. And, you know, not only to make myself feel better, but like, it just feels, feels good to see people that, you know, just like and laugh or dance to something that I made. And so everyone wins. And yeah, so just expect more more goofy shit, more goofy green, green screen shit, more fun DJ sets, um, diving more into, we'll be playing more house, but definitely diving more into like the techno realm, maybe some trance, we'll see. Um, and yeah, trying to, this year, trying to get um, some more like actual label releases so this, this ball can get rolling and then more people can join the good time and also come goof it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I saw this trans um set at a festival on YouTube. I'm not sure if it was Rainbow Serpent or like another one like in the Middle East. And it was like ding, 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 175 <laughs> for sure. And people like were trans. going ape shit hunt. Like I want to say like five, six hundred people would just fucking and I, yeah. like, I want to play trance now too like i want that i want to do that one day like that sound like that was the first time that i was like considering playing trance it was like seeing those Good. people go ape shit do a trance set next week i uh, i haven't been digging enough to do it next week but maybe the week after maybe the week after i have this i have so like <laughs> i'll get so, it it's such I'll a get, guilty pleasure it's so fun. yeah right 
I'll get like really inspired and like be like, oh, I got to do a set with this juice. And so I have just the name for it already because I'm like waiting and like, <laughs> let me look it up because I already forget. I have so many of them. Where? Um, it's. <laughs> I would probably name that one either Wanna Rise, Use the Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Or take a chill pill, bro. That would be like a perfect take a chill pill, bro set. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can can see that. Right? (laughs) Do it, do it. Like I always get these like concepts and I'm like, I could do a whole thing like based on this vibe, like the satire. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. I, I like, I like how you're thinking that ahead of time. Like it's those, it's setting those creative limitations that ends up making something way more creative than having absolute freedom. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, I used to, work out. well, I used to just play for the dance floor and mm. like, I was like, if it doesn't make me dance, it's not good enough. You're playing boring mm. ass shit. I was a little hater. And then I got old. Then, then, then I, then I started like being bored of it. Like I want to mm. fucking be moved in another way. I don't want to like dance to release i want to fucking dance to heal you know yeah. it's a different movement and it opens up the door to so many movements mm. it can opens up the door to standing there with your eyes closed or your eyes rolling back in your head like that's mm. some fucking human shit you know that's some human shit <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm down <laughs> cool cool that's that's what's up Oh, Josh, he said, this has been very insightful. I have made some notes. Good. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Hell yeah. Thanks for watching, dude. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and talk to yeah, us. Yeah, this, this has been a blast. Again, shout out to Justin for uh, connecting us, hooking this up. Um, and yeah, you're, you're a great host. This is a good conversation. We went way over time, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Super I know you're fun. probably like starving right now. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just have to pee really bad, but otherwise <laughs> I could go for hours. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I'll let you get back to your day. Where can people find you? So just Instagram. I do. Um, yeah. Instagram. I'll be posting about the uh, bootleg EP. That's, I'm posting on Bandcamp tomorrow. That's a, that's going to be a fun one. Some classics in there. Um so most of that's through Instagram and then like TikTok, I post just ridiculous shit and I go, go live on there. Is your handle the same so for Instagram? Yeah. Just bad Instagram, bad boombox, uh, TikTok, bad boombox, SoundCloud, same thing. Where'd um, that name come from, by the way? It's, <laughs> I, I really want to have a cool story for that, but I'm just so bad at writing anything, writing related, putting words together, uh, right. I can't write an Instagram caption to save my life. So I, um, that's what emojis are for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just, just fire, 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 like, like brick thing. I don't know. Um, dolphin, dolphin, I, uh, the, the, the guy I used to work with, um, on music, like he was like more of like the writer in that duo. Um, so I just hit him up. I was like, yo bro, I know you have a, I know you have like a note in your notes app, like, of random words that work together like mm-hmm. let me get one first thing he says like bad boombox i was like wow 
perfect. It's got alliteration. It's got like three Bs. It's super random, you know, homage to like the 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 90s aesthetic that I like. So fuck it. Let's do it. (laughs) That might... The, the name might end up changing at some point, like depending on if the music evolves. But um, yeah, it's it's a fun one for now. I thought maybe that you had like, like Bad Boo Box was like a fucking alter ego or something because you play it so well and it works so good. <laughs> I have like a defective boom box, like literally like in my, in my room. So yeah, yeah, that's... That's uh, that's that's where that comes from. That's that's all, folks. <laughs> go and get out of here. <laughs> I was well. I, hold on, before you go, I was going to ask you. Your name is super cool too, though. What's the what's the background for that? Thank you. So Antoinette Vandewerk is my full name. That's my birth name. Well, technically, on my birth certificate, spelled incorrectly, I'm Antoinette. <laughs> but like my, I was named uh, after my grandma, who's Antoinette, and they called her Grandma Dolly, and. Um, she was a very eccentric woman. I never got to meet her or maybe I did when I was a baby, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I'm named after my grandma and my last name's Dutch. And it's funny, like when I was dating Justin, um, I changed my Instagram handle to Antoinette or it was just Antoinette and it was like Antoinette mm-hmm. music or something. And he was like, or Antoinette Vanderwerk music or something. But like my name was just Antoinette. And he's like, why, why is your name just Antoinette? I was like, oh, just cause it's so long. And like, hard to see on flyers and stuff like you know and he was like no I think your name is super cool and I was like really really you think that he's like yeah nice I changed it to Antoinette yeah Justin coming in again with the oh he's he's the best uh and I I was like Antoinette Vanderwerk music he's like why did you change it to Antoinette Vanderwerk music and I was like well he's like just Antoinette Vanderwerk he's like you don't need to put music and I was like yeah I don't know why I did that. Like I was like out of desperation to be like more people looking for music. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he has Justin J music. Well, that's because right? he had to. He was taken. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, what I no, said. That's, that's what I said back to him. I'm like, well, you have it. I'm trying to be like, no. <laughs> He's like, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's cool. I like that. So Dutch. So it's a Dutch origin. Like, yeah. Was it was it separated like Van Dit work or it's is it three words? It's Van, okay. it's Antoinette, Van, and then do work. Huh. It's, it's, it fucks up most things that I have to put my name on. <laughs> like bank statements are all spelled incorrectly. If I'm going to DMV, who knows if they put a space in there or not? Like, it's, like, yeah. it's a, the whole thing I deal with. Anytime I use my name for anything, I'm like, okay, can you search it with no space? Okay, can you search it with a B instead of a D? Because for some <laughs> reason, they always do Antoinette Van Boo work, which is just fucking yeah. hilarious to me. But yeah yeah i totally feel you on the name and spellings and so my my real name is jackie it's uh spelled d-j-e-k-i and the d is silent so fucking cool (laughs) that was the first thing when justin told me your name i was like what is his name yeah it's how do you say it so high school was a nightmare i i owned it eventually but like high school like you know and like a substitute teacher comes in they're like did you what like it's so it was a little absurd but I had that I had that experience too with the substitute fucking up your name. Yeah. I'd always just be like, I know when my name's coming, present. You don't yeah. need to say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Sweet. thanks again for taking so much time. And uh yeah. I look thanks forward for to me. hearing this bootleg. And 
if you're ever trying to collab on anything, if you ever need, you know, some fresh ears or if you want to, you know, DJ and be on the channel again, I'd love to have you back. This was really yes. fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit you up. I'm down. Always down to always down to work on music. So always down to clown, baby. Bad boom box. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for having Mike me. <laughs> what? Here, Mike, Mike <laughs> drop. <laughs> Why do you have that? Is that for a DJ? No, it's for my phone call. <laughs> oh, do you really use it for phone? No, it's a it's a DJ headphone. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you use it while you DJ? Yeah, I, I got I got I'll try it on the next set. It's like um it's kind of hard to hear it, but like that's sick. You could, but it's way easier to go like this. Yeah, it's like I like I've always liked like the mono. It's like the monophone instead of the headphones, so you can like still like be match and be engaged with the crowd. But um, I got like a phone shaped one. It's like hilarious looking. <laughs> So, yeah. when, when is that set coming out that you're going to do with that uh either midweek because i gotta i gotta play the play the bootlegs um either midweek or next weekend all right cool so right. yeah sweet <laughs> all right thanks again Hope you guys yeah can... thanks oh. everyone who watched oh. it, was, it was a good conversation with uh internet here so jester just said antoine <laughs> <laughs> i do have some friends that call me that all right thanks guys thank you i hope you all have a wonderful day peace 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 peace, peace, peace.